for Flanagan. Flanagan, lots of room, lots of that. Give it a chance. Ming Kang with the hat trick. It had to happen. Oh, absolutely. It couldn't happen to a better guy. This guy's been playing hard all game. Every game of the season he comes to play, and it paid off right there. And welcome to the SNM show, the Salmon Ming show. Did you forget our names? No, not at all. Never. It's it's early. It is early. It's early. I just woke it's up. Early. It's early. You you still look stunning though. No, can, I know you literally just woke up. I, I like literally just woke up. Just nine o'clock. I rolled out of bed. And was like fuck. I gotta go podcast. Woke uh, up. Well, I like washed my face. I brushed my teeth. I threw on some clothes. And like, isn't this why you get up though? This is why I get up. Um, no, I usually get up because I, I, um, I can't sleep forever. Like insomnia? You're worried about the, you, you, uh... No, like, I... You got 99 problems, but a, but a pot ain't one? No, I mean, like, imagine what life would be like if you just slept forever. You would miss everything. Right. Yeah. That sucks. Do you really feel like that? Like, you would... Okay. If you had a choice, Mm. um, never had to sleep again. Ooh. Would you do it? But, like, what's the trade-off? There? I was going to say, there's got to be, like, a trade-off. Like, you never, like, you don't sleep, but um, for every year you go not sleeping, you get you a lose? year, yeah, you get, like, a year taken off the end of your life. I would do that. I would do it in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat, I would do I don't that. know if I would. I would. I, because, I, like, think about it, though. I, I wouldn't. Because, okay, so I'm going to be up, like, all night, okay. but at some point, all of my friends are going to have to go to sleep, so I'm literally just going to be, like, sitting there, like, have you ever had insomnia for more than one night? Sure. I've had insomnia for six days straight, and it was the most boring thing in my life. Really? I like it. I but, like, at, like, 4.30 in the morning where there's no one to oh. talk to, and, like, there's nothing to do, you know and there's, there's bad infomercials on. Um, being up at 4.30 with no one to talk to and have a little having a little solace... Not the worst thing in the world. Not the worst thing in the world. No, I agree. But night after night after night. All right, maybe that would get it. Like, if there were other people in the world who were going to share this with me. Yeah. So, like, you know, I knew that, like, so-and-so and so-and-so would be, like, up. And there would be places that catered to the people who are up all night. Like, you know, you could go somewhere and it's going to be open 24 hours a day. And I'm not talking about, like, my local quick check. Uh, with Brian Johnson? <laughs> yeah, like, me, me and Brian Johnson are going to go hang out at the local quick check. <laughs> The local quick chat. We'll talk about it in a second. Um, but so uh, yeah, it's it's we live in a magical age, my friend. The age of the internet. Where we do. People of all time zones are awake. Well, yeah. I I, I bet I bet I could. There, no matter what time it is, there's someone I I could probably send a text. There's to there's a woman know. up somewhere for you. There's there's are you, are you, <laughs> sure and and a male and men. Yeah, but probably and, just women and men. Uh, I was unaware that you had men male friends. Sure, I do. Um, you met you met my, you met Frank number three. He was here at the uh, Tell Him Steve Dave Christmas pod. We used to go to Devil's Games all the time. Yeah. We're friends. Saw him the other day. Um, who else do I have? Well, now I can't think of him. So yeah, Mike Mike Zapsic. Apparently, we're not online. He's a uh, yeah. I know he'll, he'll throw us in. This is a problem. 
Everything gets all mixed up when you go this early. <sighs> hey, we could have been going at 10, but you wanted to go at 9.30. Well, let me tell you why we're going at 9.30. Mm. So, Mike calls me down in the store. He's like, hey, I met this dude. He's been... I'm, I'm trying to... All right, I met this dude. He came in the store. He's been wandering the country. He's homeless, but he... By, he's homeless by choice. And I'm like, who chooses to be homeless? He's like, well, I, I, okay, let me rephrase that. He's homeless by choice. He's wandering the country, knocking things off a bucket list. And apparently this was one of them. To, to podcast here. with Ming Chen? That yes. sounds like a really <laughs> shitty bucket list. Well, I'm not going to hey, lie. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, bucket hey, 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 let's, let's, let, let's not lock the load. But I couldn't get past the part. I'm like, what do you mean he chooses to be homeless? Like what is that? So, so where does he sleep at night? I don't know. Oh, so we're gonna ask him. Well, how, well I, yeah, we'll ask him all of this. Okay. But I, I, I was like, wait a minute. What do you mean he chooses to be homeless? Like he's, it's a hipster. It's like hipster homeless. Like you know, I'm homeless. By is this course. guy gonna be like dirty when he comes in? I. So here's the thing. Um. So I'm, I'm like, all right, this, this guy sounds like he has a good story. Um, is he, is he still around? Mike's like, yeah. I was like, we should. I let's pod with him then. I want to hear his story. So I guess he called him back now. Also happening yesterday, simultaneously, a small film crew came down. Yeah, I saw that too. They're shooting a movie called Shooting Clerks. Mm-hmm. It's a it's about Kevin trying to get clerks made, but like a movie version with different actors. Um, I wouldn't call it a spoof. I don't know what you would call that. Like a somebody riding on somebody else's coattails. Somewhat. Okay. Sure. Sure. Okay. Uh, a biopic, perhaps, about a slice. Uh, yeah, a biopic with without Kevin Smith's knowledge. Yeah, well, sure. I mean, they do biopics with other actors. You know, like Ali. Yeah. Will Smith is Ali. Well, you know, this is shooting clerks. Does, does Kevin Smith know about this? He does. Not yeah. only does he know about it, okay. there's an article in Entertainment Weekly saying that Kevin has agreed to participate in it. Okay. So there you go. That gives it some legitimacy. The, okay, that does. Uh, he's right. played street hockey with the guy direct, writing into, who wrote and directed it. So he came down here. Uh, wanted to shoot a dramatized scene where Kevin sells his comic book collection to make to get money to make clerks. That actually happened, and where better to do it than here? Yeah. So me and Mike play cameos as the clerks who buy the collection. Um, so that happened. So I got called down and I met this dude and he had a dog with him. I was like, "Hey man, how you doing?" I thought he was part of the film crew. Turns out that was the homeless guy. Oh, nice. So. So was he, I mean, I guess he wasn't, I, I mean, he wasn't dirtier than any normal I mean, like, guy. is he going to, like, come in here and, like, blade rape us? Blade rape? I don't know. Is I that feel, him? I feel fucking terrible. That might be him. Person. No. No, it's Mike Sapsic. That's I was going to say, I would feel so terrible if this guy's first, like, impression of me was me asking if he was going to blade rape me. Yes. Are we getting raped, Mike? The The homeless guy. No, we Oh, okay. Okay. Are you sitting in? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Cool. We're, do, we're, uh, we actually have a couple of. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean... How many people are podcasting? Know, we need more mics? Uh, we're going to need five all day. Or five? Six. We got one more. Uh, we got one more down there. All right, cool. Because um, we've got the people who are opening up Gotham down the street. Gotham and Catch. Cat- What's a Catch? Catch is the seafood restaurant that used to be Blue Water Seafood. Oh, I'm so God. pissed when they closed that. I just went there like a week before, mm-hmm. and they fucking closed it. Yeah, but Catch is also a seafood restaurant, and Blue Water went. Way down in quality. Yeah. Because I went there a couple times. They had such good salmon. We got the seafood tower for our appetizer. 
and the wife? Yeah. Mike, Mike likes yeah. the seafood tower. They, they Mike likes to hang out with his wife. Oh, I do. Yes, he does. <laughs> and eat seafood towers. Don't, don't pray for Julia. How's that? Don't pray for Julia. Uh, speaking of you and your wife a few months ago, I guess for your um, anniversary, you went to uh, Pascal and Sabine. I did. I went there the other night. I'm like still digesting that food. Oh Amazing, my, isn't oh it? Oh my God. You're going like, to poop out a, a, like a, fl- a little French man with a balloon. Like, yes. oh my God. Oh, in a mime outfit? In a mime. It's French it's, food. Yeah, it's, it's like American French, but oh my God, it's so good. And we went for uh, Alex's dad's birthday. And they're, oh, they're, oh, the, they're okay. the kind of family that mm-hmm. like everyone gets an appetizer, everyone gets a dinner, everyone, everyone gets, gets a dessert, dessert everyone, everyone gets-, gets like coffee and wine, like the whole nine. Yes. I'm like still digesting that. It's down there with like my po' boy that I'm still digesting from like five years ago in New, New Orleans. Orleans. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right. Shout out to Pascal and Sabine in, Park- in Parkway. Coffee. What? Yes. Coffee. Coffee. You guys all right on coffee? Oh, I'm good, good on coffee. Thank you very much, Mike Zapsick. Uh, what the hell was I talking about? Uh, I, I have no idea. It's just about to get wild. Though. Oh, the blade raping. Oh, yeah. Serious. What is blade raping? Is that like? It's when they take a blade and they like rape you with it. Yeah. Didn't you see Seven, dude? You never saw Seven. I saw Seven. But, okay. I mean, and then that? and then sometimes like after the blade raping, they skin you alive and like wear you as a suit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are we gonna get Buffalo Bill? Yeah, basically, Buffalo Bill. A, a Mike Zapsic suit and fucking walk around. If I get, if this happens, he, to... he, he was wearing a Mike Zapsic suit and asked for a lot of yeah, sugar, yeah, sugar yeah, water. Yes, yeah, the sugar, 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 harder, sugar, harder. If this happens to me, I'm blaming you. I'm pu- putting square blame on you, Mike Zapsic. Uh, I think you should. Okay, I, I, I will. think that this is a really huge. This is a real human interest story. Okay. Yeah. He seems like a really, really nice guy. Okay. As long as he brings the dog, I'm fine. Is he bringing the, the dog? dog? Okay. Yeah. Is the, I noticed we have two mics set up. Is one mic set up for the dog? Yes. Awesome. Yes. Mike's going to sit. 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 Okay. going to get the mic. Yeah. So, all right. Well, good morning, everybody. Good morning. Apparently, the show is going to be wild today. I, I uh, Apparently, it is. We got like shit going down. I'm like not even awake yet. Yeah. Is this a dream? It, uh, it, it was just a dream. I used to read Word so, Up magazine. So before Heavy everyone, so before everyone gets here, why don't you talk about your weekend? Okay. Do you want to hear my weekend? Well, I want to. Well, he- I want to hear about your weekend, and I want to hear about everyone else that I know's reaction to your weekend. Okay. Was it was there a reaction? <laughs> yes, there was. Seriously? Yes. There okay. Was. Well, let's let's rewind a little bit. Um, <laughs> last week we. We uh last week we were here. Mm-hmm. I think we podcasted with the Pizza Beer Revolution guys. We did, but even before then, something you were here for something. You were here, and then well, you were here, and uh, you yeah, uh, you were. Uh, I I had a little beef with Brian Johnson mm-hmm. where he didn't show up at a con, and yeah, that was that. after after podcasting. Brian came in. They came in to record. Uh, Tell them Steve Dave. They did. Yes. They did. And I hadn't seen him in three and a half weeks. Yeah. We hadn't talked. Oh, no. It wasn't after podcasting. It was after you and Mike podcast. Yes. Yeah. And I came to show you my sweater. Yeah. So weird. No, not weird at all. <laughs> Very nice sweater, by Thank the way. Thank you. And, uh, it's cashmere. He came in and uh, we took um, oh, yeah, we took some pictures with uh, the people we were potting with. <clears throat> came in. You know, we were kind of looking at each other. Like, I, hadn't, I, I literally hadn't seen him in like three weeks. And then- Oh, oh my god, there's a dog. There's a dog. Adorable dog. An adorable dog. Finish your story. Yes. Finish your story. Yeah, and, and uh you, you saw, Don't don't be blinded you, by the adorableness of the dog. You were there. Yes. And you knew you were aware of what was going on. Yes. Did you sense any tension? Yeah, a little bit. Like I, I yeah, I was just gonna well, I didn't know what I didn't know what to expect. 
But I didn't see no. I was cordial. I was like, hey, what's up? Yeah. Mike just set up for you guys. And I was just going to leave. But he came up. Mm-hmm. And Fine. you were you were like, you were there. You were two feet away. Yeah, I, up, s- I saw the magic happen. Came up. We hugged. Hugged and, it out. You brought it out. And he and he, he says, hey, uh, I'm going to make this right. Wow. So apology from Brian Johnson. An apology That's from close huge. To an apology. Did Mike Zapsik get one? I did. Okay. Yeah. Actually, I explained what happened. I got a mic. I got another mic under there. It's Michael. the blue one. It's on a it's on a uh, stand already. So oh. then you uh, you went to the con this weekend. I did Walker Stalker Con. So uh, that was good. That it we, was in the Meadowlands. Yeah, that was good that we cleared there because yeah. we were had to be spent. Yeah, you were yeah. headed two days exactly. with each other. There was a cable in the box no, over. Uh, there. Why don't you go over there? Yeah, grab a grab a cable in the box. If over you guys there. don't mind sharing a mic. So uh, jump up to the podcast so, um, table, the magic that is podcasting. Yeah, grab a blue cable or a red cable. Hey, guys, what's going on? Or an so, orange uh, cable. So we went to Walker Stalker Con and uh, up at the Meadowlands. Uh, Walker Stalker Con is a Walker? Walking Dead horror centric uh, convention. They throw us in since we come after the Walking Dead. Yeah, um, we've been doing them uh, all of all the ones that they had this year. So we started Chicago, Boston. Atlanta, and then they decided to do a New York slash New Jersey one. Yeah. It was up at the Meadowlands. So you were up at the Meadowlands, which mm-hmm. is like arguably like an hour, 45 minutes to an hour away from home. Yeah. And you, needless to say, did not come home. You stayed in a hotel. I did. Obviously. Go they, on. They got... They, I'm just I'm just giving some backstory. The convention provided us with the hotel so we'd be comfortable. Didn't have to worry about... That's a two-hour round trip, my friend. So Okay, I'm just saying. When 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 my boyfriend has a show that he's doing in New York, mm-hmm. he comes home to sleep in a bed with me, okay, his girlfriend. Does the, does the promoter and or club provide him with a hotel that he could yeah, sleep Yeah, sometimes. At? Oh, he and, he still, and he still comes back? Yeah, because my man is happy with me in bed, but go on. Okay, point taken. Go on. So you point brought taken. somebody that we both know. Yes. Brian? No. Mike? A guest. Oh, our friend Susan came up. Exactly. Our friend Susan came yes, up. Yes, our friend, friend Susan. She's fantastic. Our friend she Susan came up on teaches Saturday. teaches yoga. She's, oh my yeah, God, this is Big fan amazing. of the show. I had a couple of friends up. My friend Can't Christine came up that. on Sunday. Yep. So now you posted a lot of pictures with Susan. I did. My one concern was that you kept tagging her in them, which I was like, Ming does not have a lot of friends on Twitter mm-hmm. in the Tell Him Steve Dave market. Right. So you should probably stop tagging her because you tag her all the time. And people like, uh, would you put it? Beyond people to like directly tweet at her negative nasty things. I wouldn't. She's not on Twitter. She's on Instagram. Instagram. That's what I meant. That's what, what I meant. Um, would I? Uh, no. I. What I find is if I tag a female, mm-hmm. usually, usually female, sometimes male. Hey. Right. But hey. if I tag a female on Instagram, that people immediately start following her. <laughs> yeah, I have actually noticed that too. And you may also have, write down "Pray for Debbie." Pray for Debbie. You may pray have noticed Debbie. this. So, um, always. So, okay. So, one of my oh, coworkers yeah. I'm talking into a microphone that's not hooked up, but I'll continue to. Talk <laughs> just, it, so. so there it is. <laughs> yeah. So one of my nice. um one of my coworkers. Now we always see you posting these pictures with Susan, like midnight cocktails and then yoga in the morning. Right. So one of my coworkers, yes. like Sam. It looks very bad that like he's with Susan so late at night and then so early in the morning. And does I'm like, look well, I'm like, bad? I'm like, well, you know, wait, hold like, on, I didn't you, tell- know, you know, Ming, he he does yoga, like whatever. So now I come into work on like Sunday afternoon. She goes, Sam, have you seen Twitter or, or Instagram and Twitter? And I'm like, uh, I'm not sure what you're referring to. And she goes, Ming is just posting so many pictures with Susan. I'm oh, like, did well, it? Did it look like, weird? I was like, well, she's at the with him you yeah. know that, that's the thing so then my ex-boyfriend no, no, no. calls me and he goes are ming and debbie still together is he hooking up with susan now 
Did and I was like, what it looked like? And I was just like, no, no I wasn't I was aware like, of no, this. Ming and De- Wait, I'm not done with the, with the <laughs> Every mess. Every time, buddy. I'm not done with a massive mess. Then I had like four no, other I'm people, four other people who know you and right? know me. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Ming is posting a lot of pictures with this woman. So I was like really? literally answering for you all day. Is that what you meant by like I had so many I had so many shake my head moments. Like every time my phone went off with like somebody random, I was like, they're calling about Ming. I know they are. Do you have any idea how much of an apologist I've had to be for you over the years? No, I agree. But any no, no, cl- any clue? Right? No, I know. I was just, it was funny. Johnson's like, why do you think that I make all those uh Debbie and I are sleeping together? Yeah. You know, it's yeah. It's like it, it doesn't bother him, number one. And number two, it's people think it's true, so why not? It was not? just like hysterical. Everybody who like knows me and you yes. just like calling me up like are Ming and Debbie still together? I'm like, yeah, you should have to you gotta you gotta <laughs> speak into the microphone. Shit. You shouldn't whisper because no, people did, like did, did I'm it. turning up my game I know, and then I, know, I, I say something. I, I honestly and they blow had no, no I had no idea. No, she came up, big fan of The Walking Dead, and um I was able to introduce her to pretty much everyone who was there. <clears throat> and you know, she was flipping out. Wanted to meet Reedus. Yeah, well, who doesn't? All that. We hung out. Had to, I mean, had, I, I don't. I actually want to meet Sean Patrick Flannery, but I can, I'm like, we can, we can make I'm like a weird well, kid actually, we like can't that. make we both can, of those we things can make happen. That happen. We could probably help facilitate that. I met Reedus this weekend for the first time. I, we, what was he uh, like? He is awesome rolled up into – Like super awesome. Super awesome. His it eyes is amazing. kind of look like he's having like a peanut allergy. Like his face looks a little swollen. How does that? No, look? he's well. That's why he. You know what? He wears like, shark glasses, really, and I didn't notice. I'm like, really he sure is what so that was cool. About. But um, uh, we walked up. It was uh, me, Q, and Brian. And Brian had met him before, and I had never. We we passed, and he gave me a nod, and that that was like. Mike just wanted the nod. I, I got the nod Mike down in Atlanta because he you walked by and got the nod. I nodded back to him. I'm like, oh my god, I just nodded at yeah. Norman Reedus. Mike just wanted. Um, <laughs> He's probably nodding at Fan. some dude behind me. Fangirl. Hey, what's up, guy? Um, <laughs> yeah, I can fangirl with the best of them, I'm telling you. But we went behind the scenes. We went behind the um, – we, we looked behind the curtain and um, we the went green, in. The green room with the leather and mayonnaise? Nope, not no, at no, all. We at were actually booth. at his booth and there was oh. a line and people actually cheered for us when we <laughs> – they did. They're like, oh, comic okay. book man. I guess that's good. And when Q. Yeah, well, mind, we were with Quinn. Mind you, this is a line 300 people deep. Yeah. So, you know, and they're so like, oh, they're, my, they're oh cu- my God, Mitch. I, w- I didn't know. I wasn't with them. I met oh. him already. I was like, you guys go. He's like, old hat. Oh, yeah. Like small potatoes over here. <sighs> oh, yeah, it's like, Ming's, yeah. Ming's turning down Norman Reedus. Like, yeah, holy shit. He's, no, he's man, arrived. I, I, no, man. Like, we saw each other at the loading dock area earlier that day. Somewhere in the parking lot earlier. It's, like, it's, you know, it's cool. Mike hadn't met him before. I was like, Mike, go. Go go now. We did. Take your shot. Go Q now. Q and uh, and I got to meet him. And Q fangirled even harder did than he really? me. Oh my god! Yeah, Crying? it was awesome. He was. Oh, I'm so excited. No, he didn't. Yeah, it was. He was like, "Sup? I'm a huge fan. What's happening? Really? Staten Island represent." And Is he's he like, "I have no idea what that means, but okay." Okay. <laughs> and he's like, "But he, you know what he did? He reminded me of Muse." Norita. Yeah. You know how, how Muse so? is just the sweetest guy in the world. Absolutely. They, someone had baked him a huge zombie cake, mm-hmm. the biker zombie girl. Mm-hmm. And he's like, just meeting. Uh, hi, Mike Zaps at AMC's Comic Book Men. Thank you for letting us ride your coattails. Mm-hmm. He's like, great to meet you. I've seen your, your show. Mm-hmm. Have some cake. And it's just like, that's what Muse does. Like, come on. Have you guys had any cake? You want something to eat? Here, let me Was see what I got in my he's pocket. He's feeding you cake? Yeah. Well, he's trying to feed us cake. I'm like, not at all, man. You've got 
I'm looking at the sea of people like, hurry up, Zapsy, get the fuck out of there so I can meet Rita's. And uh, I'm like, all right, we're out of here. Now that I think about it, the last guy who tried to feed me cake was uh, Josh McDermott, who plays Eugene on the show. He's trying to feed me cake once. Okay. So it's I wouldn't take anything from that guy. I don't trust him. (laughs) It's a roofie cake. It's awesome. Yeah, that's fine. So, um, but that, it was, oh my God, Norman Rita's. So, yeah, I fangirled out. I'm allowed to. Hey, you know what? Let's stop being rude because we've got people yes. at okay. the table. We've I, got I guests. Want- and I would like you all to introduce yourselves, please, to our start? podcast. Where do we um, start? Point. Let's start with that guy. All right. Let's start oh. with <laughs> Joe. Uh, hi, I'm Joe. Joe. How you just, doing, Joe? Just Joe. Joe? I'm just Joe. just Joe. Okay, just Joe. <laughs> I'm just Ginger. Just Ginger. Joe and Ginger. And, just Joe and Ginger. And I guess I'm Homeless Guy. <laughs> oh, you had to stand out, didn't you? I had to, yeah. You had to say what you are. Yep. I mean, he's just Joe, your homeless guy. So, um, now, you and, and I And this dog. Can and we the talk dog. about this dog? And the dog. Savannah. 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 She is Savannah. adorable. She's awesome. She, she is. is. She's beyond adorable. She's, like, the cutest thing I've ever seen. Six and a half pounds of adorable, and, uh, That's like Ming, but not adorable. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. Mildly oh. adorable. Mildly adorable. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. I think Ming's pretty adorable, and this is coming thank from you. mostly thank you heterosexual very- male. <laughs> yeah. thank, you. thank you very much. Mostly, <laughs> mostly heterosexual. Yeah. Thank, thank you, Ming. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I you know, my, my definition of woman gets looser and looser the more I drink. So, okay. Well, yeah. most women get looser and looser the more they drink. Yeah. So. Oh, good one, Sam. Good, good for you. Zing, zing. So anyway, um, now we met yesterday. You came down, and uh, you this. The this, secret stash was on your bucket list. Yes, uh, actually, um, the it, it's in the top three. Okay. Uh, the uh, number one was the Smithsonian, uh, which is my Disneyland. Um, Washington, in Washington D.C. Okay. Oh man, you're like a man after my own heart. We'll talk about that. <laughs> um, the uh, second one was actually Disneyland, California. Oh, I okay. I don't see that, uh, but this was uh, this is third on my bucket list. Holy uh, crap! I'm a big awesome. fan of the show, yeah, and yeah. I am fangirling right now, like seriously. Oh, awesome! Well, <laughs> you know, I gotta tell you, those other two you just spoke of, the Smithsonian and Disneyland, are measured in acres. This is we're we're like a lot on a block. So <laughs> this is a game of inches here. Honestly, yeah. this is the best. Uh, on my bucket list tour. I mean, this has totally You're like surpassed podcasting Disneyland here. And, yeah. You were at the yeah. Smithsonian already? Did, 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 <laughs> oh my God, did, did Walt Disney give you a pod at Disneyland? No, yeah, he no. did not. No, his oh, head might have. You know, yeah. never know. They, they no. might have thought it out, so... Yeah, did, I, did Tom Smithsonian give you a pod? No. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Johnny yeah, Smithsonian. Tom, no, hey, welcome Thomas to the Smithsonian. Smithsonian. <laughs> no, the Smithsonian, Don't forget the visit the gift shop. I got a little tired, so they gave me a wheelchair so I could wheel myself around in it. Oh, that's nice. I didn't have a wheelchair, but you, yeah. I mean, we're not that big, so yeah. I mean, Mark will let you ride him well, like a pony. <laughs> yeah, who's sitting in the office chair? You, well, we were you were yeah, running that. Well, yeah. you're in the director's chair, so yeah, there you go. There. <clears throat> so tell us your story. You have you have this bucket list. You've been okay. traveling. You have this. Um, you actually, I just read his GoFund story, so it's kind of amazing. So why don't you tell us what the GoFund is? Right. Okay, so um, about uh, four or five years ago, um, more on the five side, I uh, developed epilepsy, um, and uh, I couldn't uh, work anymore because they took my license. Um, and I was—I uh, had two businesses. I had Mermaid's Maid Service and uh, Kai's Mobile Auto Detailing in Maui. 
Um, and the, uh, right around that time, the economy started crashing and people had less money. So two things they do when they have less money, they wash their own car and clean their own house. Yeah, bastards. <clears throat> yeah, so I don't have my license. I can't afford to keep the employees working. I can't work myself. Uh, you know, I don't have enough work to keep them working. I could possibly do it myself, but unable to drive. Uh, failing marriage. Uh, my wife was only with me for the money. <sighs> and... Uh, as soon as it was gone, she was gone. Um, yeah, failing money, failing health, collapsing economy, triple threat just devastated me. Um, I ended up homeless, and, uh, you know, my first thought was, I can beat this, you know. Uh, so I um, I made myself up a really nice camp out in the bushes. Uh, I had uh, hot and cold running water, solar power, uh, toilet that flushed, shower, all set up in the trees in the camps, and uh, you know, I did that for six months. And I said from the start that it's going to take bulldozers to get me out of here. Well, six months later, they brought in bulldozers. Oh, God. Oh. I was just going to say, you know what? The um, the best place to be homeless is Hawaii. Hawaii for yeah. God's if you're going to be homeless yeah. anywhere, right, yeah. homeless in Hawaii is definitely the place to be. I mean, so um, you're you're pulling a Gilligan. Yeah. Actually, more of a professor <laughs> than a Gilligan. But yeah, uh, I'm an engineer. Um, I, I've always been able to uh, come up with solutions for any problem. Uh, and when I first ended up on the streets, I got a job as an uh, assistant head maintenance engineer at the Maui Sunset. Um, and I was able to keep that going. Um, but uh, I was having uh, nervous breakdowns um, because... Uh, I could fix broken stuff, um, and I couldn't fix my life. So the more my life got out of control, the more I had to have broken stuff to fix. It was it was a, a compulsion. I needed to fix broken things, and I would get frustrated on the job, and I ended up cussing at things, and you know, and crying and stuff. And so they it wasn't really conducive to a vacation environment. So they let me go. Um, but uh, but yeah, when I lost that job, I I realized how stressful uh, being homeless, even in Maui, is, and how impossible it is to get off the streets there. Um, so I heard about this place called Opportunity Village in Eugene, Oregon, and they have a program where they're. They, well, on the website, it touted it as the city's great response, you know, a unique response to homelessness is providing homes for the homeless. We build them, we put them on a lot, you know, we give them an opportunity. Uh, when I went down there, it turns out the city actually hadn't done any of that. It was a bunch of homeless people that decided they were going to take over some county land and build their own houses on yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, the city kept moving them around and eventually said, well, this is our thing now. Well, we'll let you have it, but we claim it as our own. Um, and I expected there to be like a proposal to the city, blueprints on the housing structures, everything built up to code and, you know, a plan in place. And I thought that I would go there and get like a notebook. I don't know what I was thinking, but I thought they have a, a plan. That sounds legit. Yeah, yeah. I can see why you thought that. Um, so, uh, uh, I developed, this is my first time actually, uh, yeah, keep going. speaking with keep going. anybody outside, like my small circle of friends about this. Um, I developed osteosarcoma. It's, uh, it's a heart condition that requires a transplant 
and due to my epilepsy, uh, I can't go under the knife. Uh, they can't okay. find any medication that would prevent me from having a seizure on the table. On the table. So uh, even if I was to get on the list, uh, I'm a real big risk. So finding a doctor that would be willing to take that risk, you know, it's not going to happen. Uh, so I decided that, you know, um, I'm going to uh, take this opportunity to uh, take care of my bucket list. And uh, while I'm on this trip, I want to travel around and see all the solutions in the country that they've come up with for approaching the homeless problem. And maybe I can come up with an all-encompassing solution, you know, something that covers every aspect, something from everywhere, you know, because, you know, everybody has some idea of how to solve it, but nobody's kind of put everything together. Um, and I'm thinking that if we did this in Maui, there's no chance of influx of homeless people going, wow, there's a chance to get off the streets. We're going to rush Hawaii uh, mm. because it's 3,000 miles in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. yeah. You know? uh, so it's a unique bubble opportunity to do this. Um, and it could potentially be a franchisable idea uh, where we could take that model and take it all over the United States. Yeah. Uh, anywhere there's a homeless problem. That's fantastic. I think so, that's, that's really cool. And, I mean, I this is one of the things that – not a whole hell of a lot of people know this about me, Ming, and okay. Sam. Um, actually, I was homeless for back in, in my 20s uh, when, my God, it's uh, all you need is one really bad week. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it can, and even now, it's even one bad day. Yep. It can ruin your life. And there are a lot of people out there who are homeless through no fault of their own. You know, it's was, just, was just, it was my fault, by the way. I just want to make that completely clear. It was all my fault. It's but always your fault. Well, of was, course it is. I was to say, when he was talking about how his life was broken, it didn't seem to me that your life was broken. It seems to me that, like, the world and the country yeah, the was broken. the system is broken. And unfortunately, yeah. you were just a casualty of it because you seem to figure things out and you fix things. But, like, sometimes you can't fix things that you don't control. And that's yeah. why when, when you said that, I was like, no, this guy, this guy has it together. Like, this is just one of those real shitty things that you hear about mm-hmm. that, that, you know. No, you have to stay with me. <laughs> <laughs> you have to stay but, with uh, me. I, so how I, long ago was this? Uh, what, uh, oh, when did it start? When I, when I left on the trip? Yes. I, I left in June. I flew to Seattle, <laughs> Washington because it was the cheapest ticket I could get. And then I hitchhiked through uh seattle portland eugene oregon uh sacramento california huntington beach i went to disneyland uh and then i went through arizona new mexico texas louisiana florida and then up through dc yeah how you been getting around um, primarily hitchhiking um uh i've taken a greyhound a couple of times um which is worse Greyhound. <laughs> yeah. 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 I sat next uh, to that bathroom a couple of times. Uh, well, not even the bathroom. Uh, I find the um, people sometimes. I mean, uh, rather sit in the bathroom. Yeah, I, um, yeah. I, I had to go. I had to take a one way trip to pick up a car once. Not that long ago on a Greyhound, and um, not, it wasn't. You know, it wasn't the bathroom or just sitting in a bus. Uh, the people, the cult. There's there's this own little like world that exists yeah. in a Greyhound bus. Yeah, I, I I was only on there for like seven hours. I saw some weird shit, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there's a little underground like prescription drug trade on the Greyhound buses. Um, was Ming's mapping this stuff out. Listen, <laughs> yeah. I can get oxycotton from that from dude in six A. Painkillers. The, the yeah, guy yeah. in the bag has got half pints of vodka. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We got this. Yeah, mobile liquor store. Yeah. So, uh, so where do you stay? 
Um, I sleep outside. Yeah. Um, uh, when I was in New York, uh, I had uh, I started out with a moving blanket, a crocheted blanket, and this really nasty asbestos-looking blanket from the Salvation Army. Um, and uh, some lady was nice enough to buy me a 15-degree uh, uh, to 50-degree sleeping bag. So I stay nice and toasty warm at night. But uh, I used to try and sleep, like, you know, hidden. Um, yeah. But the more out of the way I got, the more vulnerable I felt. Yeah. Um, I have Savannah. She's a really good guard dog. She doesn't let anybody come up on me. But um, also I was uh, – I was confronted by a guy in uh, Tallahassee, Florida, um, uh, about the importance of being visibly homeless. said that the people who are homeless and are hiding it, they may be embarrassed about it, but they're hiding the problem. The only yeah. homeless people that people see are the ones that are out there every day with a sign, getting drunk and being rowdy and causing problems. And everybody says, well, I don't want to help these people. But if... You know, you don't have a good element out there being visibly homeless. Then yeah. all you see is the bad element. Yeah. I mean, there are some some people. They're not homeless necessarily. They do have places that they sleep here in Red Bank. And, you know, like you'll say like, oh, like people are homeless in Red Bank. And I used to work at the library and that's where they would hang out during the day. And, you know, you would say like, oh, like there is a homeless problem in Red Bank. And people would look at me and say like, no, there's not. And I'm like, no, there is. That's because they like, they don't look. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, um, they turn know. away. And you know what? Down by the, the train station, also yeah. a place that they congregate. And, you know, um, every Christmas we drop off sweaters and, and socks. Yeah, and, like it's, um, you know, people people only see what they want to see if it's not directly visible to them. And no one wants to see that problem. And, you know, they have to. I, I honestly, uh, when I woke up this morning, I realized that uh, there were a whole bunch of people that were passing me repeatedly. And it was like they were curious. Is that, it's like, wait a minute. that mm-hmm. That's a homeless guy. Mm-hmm. Were you here? I've never seen where, one of those. Where were you last night? I was uh, blocked down in front of the, um, what is this? Maison Blanche. She, uh, right in front Paper of over the windows closed where down. Uh, poor Cat Designs used to be. Oh, okay. And uh, the, right uh, the, the, right yeah, the Red Bank, um, Red Bank um, Health that, Food that, Store. The, the alcove? Yeah. In the alcove? Just uh, out of the wind. Yep. You know, um, still visible from people passing by on the street. Yeah. You know, so if somebody did try and jump me, there's at least traffic passing by. Right. You know? And Red Bank's not that big, so the yeah. police yeah. do patrol. And, so and did did you, you didn't get any hassles? Yeah, from I didn't get any hassle, hassle all, really? from anybody. Okay. Uh, you know, everybody was really nice this morning. I got up uh, and I went to uh, was it not your average Joe's? Mm-hmm. No, no, no Joe's. Joe's yeah. No Joe's. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and. Uh, yeah, I had coffee there. They showed me where I could plug in my cell phone and charge it for a little while. Nice. Um, they were really nice. I had my stuff out front. I was kind of trying to tuck mm-hmm. it out of the way so it wouldn't affect our business. I think there were people coming in there wondering who the homeless guy was, and they're looking around. They're like, I think it might be the guy with the dog, but <laughs> he looks so clean. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the dog is so cute. He's a little too well-fed to be a wino, so I was oh, my God. Now, the story with the dog, is she something you picked up on the way? Um, actually, I'm like assuming maybe Savannah because yeah. of her name. Yeah, uh, actually, no. I have had her since Hawaii. Uh, ah. I've had her since she was six weeks old. She's five years old now. Oh uh, my God. Right about the time I started getting sick, um, and uh, she's been trained by the ADA to smell when I'm going to have a seizure. Oh, okay. um, that's awesome! And she'll alert. Uh, 
you know, and she lets me know I get a whole half hour's warning, which like, you know, when she was first started getting trained, I got like five minutes, uh, <laughs> yeah, which was better than what I had, which was about 10 seconds. I'm like, uh, okay, I got to lay down. <laughs> but, uh, but now she gives me plenty of time to like get away from the public eye, go lay down on the grass, cover myself with a blanket so people don't get freaked out that I'm having a seizure and call an ambulance. Because uh, some places they have what they call Baker acting, which is uh, if you're unable to communicate, they can hold you at a hospital, a mental facility, or a jail yeah. uh, for 72 hours okay. where you can't sign yourself out. And all they have to do is verify. And I suffer from aphasia for like a half hour after my seizures, okay. so I can't communicate at all. Uh, and I've ended up in the hospital for three days. Simply because I had a seizure and, you know, I wasn't able to tell them I'm okay. Yeah, right. You know? Exactly. It's, uh, yeah, I hate hospitals more than anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I agree with you on that. Almost to the point that if I could get a transplant, I uh, I don't know if I would uh, because going back into the hospital, you know, I mean, they talk about that, that CIA report that was recently released about being in a stress position and kept awake, you know, and all that. And, you know, they won't let you sleep. And that's kind of what being in the hospital is like. They wake you up every hour or so yeah. to make sure you're okay and they're sticking you with needles all the time. And, you know, uh, sounds like the X Files. Yeah. yeah. They don't let you go to the yeah, bathroom pretty much immediately. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So what's next? I mean, now that you, you got your top three out of the way, do you have more on the list that you're um, going to? Actually, uh, I saw the Alamo. Uh, I pretty much caught everything. Uh, I really wanted to see everything that I thought would be important. I just realized I'm doing my, uh, my radio voice. I didn't even know I had a radio voice. Yeah. You do, of course. Yeah. Everyone's got, Everyone's a, radio got voice. a radio, radio voice. voice. Mine uh, just happened to sound like Ted Knight. How are you? <laughs> uh, so... Um, so yeah, uh, from here I want to see the ball drop uh, in Times Square. Uh, I came out here from New York. It was only fifteen bucks to take the train, uh, and uh, you know um, I'm thinking about sticking around to see the ball drop uh, before I head back. And I want to now that Congress is going to be back in session. Uh, you know, when I head through in January and we know who the congressmen are, I'd like to stop by and at least tell a few of them, this is what I plan on doing for yeah. homeless. What are you doing? I'm not yeah, asking you cool. to support it. I'm not asking you to do anything, you know, backing me. But I want to know, as an elected official with some power, I am a homeless man with absolutely no power, and this is what I think I can do. What do you think you can do? I think that's great. Yeah, it's yeah, balls. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I think it's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I, um, you know, you were looking for an overall solution. Have you, have you found one? Uh, yeah, the um, what I'm calling Aloha Village. Uh, it's not going to be a nonprofit. It's not going to be a charity. Okay. It's going to be self-funding. We're going to be building micro houses. Uh, it's going to be two to sell to the public and one for the village. Uh, and the houses. Uh, they're going to be offered. We're going to finance uh, everybody who comes into the village. You know, we're going to finance them a house. We're going to provide them with a job. If they can't do manual labor, actually constructing the houses, we'll find uh, they can clean up the shop or yeah, whatever they can uh, do. Whatever you know, um, do uh, telephone calls, right? And, you know, that kind contribute of, whatever somehow. they can do, they can okay. contribute something. Fair wage uh, and. Uh, we're gonna. Each site is gonna be like re, uh, leased for six months. Yeah. Um. So and everything's gonna be mobile. So if we have any neighborhood backlash, we can just move the whole thing to another site. 
Uh, and if we move every six months, eventually the neighborhood backlash is going to fall out. Right. You know, we're not going to have it anymore. So that's the idea behind it. And uh, since it's going to be making enough money to support the village itself, uh, you know, I mean, it's not going to be a business people want to invest in because it's not going to make a huge profit. But there's also things like um, appliance rescue. Um, I learned how to do appliance repair off YouTube. And it was very simple, uh, learning, you know, basically how to troubleshoot something and replace parts. Right. It's not difficult. You just can't be afraid to take something apart. Uh, so we can set up a program which uh, would be, you know, a nonprofit called Appliance Rescue, benefiting the homeless. Yeah, where you just you take know. broken appliances, fix yeah, them. Yeah, fix them up, rent, sell them in a, like a store. Them. You know, and uh, – uh, not only that, um, especially in Maui, there are a lot of people who can't afford to buy new appliances and they're taking working appliances out of the hotels and scrapping them and shipping the scrap metal back to the mainland rather than selling them to low-income people on yeah, who, the island. Yeah, and just fixing them yeah. for much less. It seems much like less. It's yeah. such incredible so they're destroying waste. working appliances by the thousands. Uh, they refurbish these hotels with new appliances every four years, and there are thousands of hotels yeah. out there. So uh, there's no reason anybody on the island should ever go without a refrigerator or a washer and dryer. Right. You know? Uh, right. Even if it's a little old, it works. Yeah. Ironing board. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, well, yeah. You guys haven't gotten to talk at I'm, all. I'm like so mesmerized by this story. This is, really this is like easily the best. There's nothing I could talk about. This is like easily the best thing I've right? heard. I'm just like I will staring. I'm sitting across and have to st- tell a story to anybody else because I don't want to follow that. It's like, yeah. it's like, it's like <laughs> Joe and Ginger are like, I'm yeah. not doing it's nothing. Like Babe Ruth comes up and then whoever the guy is after. I know, right? Yeah. You guys had a bed after yeah. Babe Ruth. Like, I'm well, sorry, it's been sticky. Yeah. You should have been the closer here. It's an amazing story. Like, I. I know, I'm trying I'm to think of people I saying, know like, that can help. Absolutely. You know? yeah. I'm like going through people I know, like, okay, wait, who can do this? Who can do that? I, I just like, you know, you see so many people, especially like, I mean, I work retail in a high-end um, strip mall and, you know, you see so many people who come in and drop like thousands of dollars yeah. on clothes. Like, and I mean, I work the retail and I can't even spend that much. And like, you know, it's just, you really see, especially around the holidays, like, how people frivolously waste money. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, you, you hear this story. And, like, I have to go to work later. And when it comes into my jo- job, I'm just going to be like, Go Man. fund me. Like, yeah. Go like, fund me. Go fund this guy yeah. because he's amazing. He has the world's cutest dog. And- or just be like, you're a scumbag. Yeah. <laughs> you are the exactly. absolute worst person on earth. I, Next. I can't, I, you're I can't a scumbag. <laughs> you're absolutely – you're even worse than that person. <laughs> but uh, I – I, Kai, I uh, want you to tell everybody how they can actually yeah. if, even donate a buck or two. Yeah. Okay. You know, tell um, me. Tell us. Well, uh, if you want to donate to the actual project um, that's going to be uh, on Maui, Building Aloha Village, uh, the link is uh, www.gofundme.com uh, forward slash D1KZ. Eight O, and that's not a zero. It's actually an actual O. Um, uh, and that will all the money that's raised on that page is going to actually build the prototype. Uh, so I have somebody to show people mm-hmm. that they can. Yeah, here it is. Uh, prototype yeah. micro houses for homeless. Check this yeah. out, and it's really cool because um, I saw something like this done with shipping containers. Mm-hmm. As is that? I mean, I I only glanced at your thing. I I mean I. 
Re- to be honest with you, Kai, I just wanted to come in completely cold and hear your story. I didn't. Uh, I didn't go on Facebook or yeah. the GoFundMe because uh, I wanted to be mesmerized, which yeah. I have been. Yeah. Um, so I, I mean, is is that something that you can do? Is like take a shipping container, you know, repurpose it, repurpose whatever you need, repurpose. I saw blueprints for the pallet. Um, yeah, um, the shipping containers um, they uh, they are easily converted. Um, the thing I'm trying to get away from is, is like a lot of people don't want it looking like, like low container. rent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with the micro houses. Um, I plan on building these to be, you know, modern, uh, totally self-enclosed, uh, and they're going to have built-in septic, built-in water, mm-hmm. uh, solar power, so they can be totally off the grid. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just have to have the septic pumped out and the water filled up. Um, you know, uh, and um, they're going to look like real houses uh, with window boxes with flowers planted in them. They're going to have little porches, little awnings. You know, they're going to look they're great. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to look beautiful, you know, and, and the community is going to be arranged in like cul-de-sac formation uh, with dirt trails instead of roads. Um, and uh, even I plan on putting in a water feature, a water fountain in the middle so that it looks like a neighborhood so that when people come in and see it, they're not seeing a dirty homeless shelter. Mm-hmm. They're not right. seeing a pile of cargo no containers that yeah. people are sleeping in. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, about 20 years ago in New York, uh, they had a program where they put in uh, the concrete sewage pipes for homeless people to sleep in in Central Park uh, to keep them out of the weather. Um, it didn't last very long because it became an eyesore. It became, you know, places where, you know, druggies and alcoholics went and, you know, it always smelled like pee. You know, I'm trying to stay as far away from the minimal shelter amount type model as possible because, you know, I mean, these are fellow human beings. They deserve, you know, not just adequate but appropriate shelter. They deserve Absolutely. the ability to prepare their own food, the ability to lock their doors so that they can keep their belongings safe. Someplace they know they can shower, shave, and get ready for work in the morning. And they know that it's going to be there when they get off work. Yeah. yeah. So I think this is a brilliant idea. This is something that they have to want this. Mm-hmm. If you're in a homeless situation, you have to want to – you have to do the work to, yeah. to, you know, keep it up. Yeah. And uh, I think it's brilliant because that was part of the problem with the, you know, the piping situation is that yeah. you got people are like, oh, cool, place to crash and let me just crap in the corner, mm-hmm. you know, and I, screw that. Somebody else will take care of that. And that's part of the problem with everything. Yeah. With you, you the have world. to treat them like human beings and, uh, you know, give them some respect and some responsibility as well. You can't just say – here, this is the crap we give you. Yeah. Do what you want with it. Well, I mean, uh, that's like, you know, saying saying that homeless people sleeping are an eyesore. Well, yeah, you know what? Their life to them probably seems like an eyesore, too, because yeah. they're they're sleeping on the cold you ground. Think, so. You think your eyes are getting sore looking at me. Yeah, like, yeah. How, like no. you know, like, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So people, people need to realize that life is imperfect mm-hmm. and it's definitely not perfect for everybody so have a little have a little and it could appre- easily be them yeah you know like say one day oh. you're, you're good the next day it could all be gone I think there's I mean, a stereotype for homeless people and like sitting here and talking to Kai and hearing him speak yeah. and, and all he's done since you know all this started for him he's got a plan he's so proactive like I think 9 out of 10 people would think you know 
I can't be homeless. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. This I get this that all the time. You know, exactly. This isn't how homeless people like he should. You know, it's sad to say, but people think, oh, he should be drunk. He should be dirty. He, yeah. he should be yeah. a drug addict. He's got a smartphone. He, yeah, he's, he's got, got a phone. Yeah. 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 What's going on here? He's got exactly. internet access. He yeah. can't yeah. be homeless. He can't be homeless. Ah. He's more competent than a lot of the people I come in contact with. Yeah. Day, you know? and exactly. I mean, he's got, he's got a plan to save the world here. Most of my exactly. friends have a plan to go get drunk right. tonight. Yeah. What, what, uh, happy hour they should be homeless. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I still perpetuate the homeless stereotype and occasionally do go out and get drunk. There's nothing you wrong know. with that. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, I, I am human. I live a normal, everyday life. I have plans to do bigger and better things and I am doing something every single day to make sure that I'm doing something to enact that plan uh that's the very the most important part to me is make sure that i'm getting closer to my goal every single day there can't be a single step day that i don't take a step forward it's amazing i i love your attitude yeah i mean there's i wish more people were like you yep I wish I wish more people with homes were like you. Who have you. so much more? Yeah, are like there you. are people out there that are just like, oh, I gotta get up, and and they're so unappreciative of everything that they've been given. Given. Oh yeah, not we, we, we know a couple of them. We know a few of them personally. I'm not gonna name you know, any names, but we, makes, we know we know a few. Just just uh, you know, yeah, text no. me. He'll tell you. Um, <laughs> I don't think I need to tell you. Rewind the show a little bit. You'll hear it. Yeah, rewind the show a little bit. I um. And and I I'd love to we'll talk one on one, but I, I mean I wasn't exactly in your position, but I'm looking at myself right now. Even as as far back as like three years ago, when Sandy hit two two and a half years ago, um, we were essentially homeless. My my house was damaged beyond uninhabitable. Repair. It was uninhabitable. We actually tried to habit it. And it was uninhabitable, but you know, there but for the grace of God. And I think that that should be everybody's. Everybody should have that first and foremost in their mind because one bad week, one bad day, yep. and that's that's all it takes to destroy your life. Mm-hmm. One bad day, and, and uh, how you choose to to attack, you know, your rebound shows exactly yeah. what you're made of. I mean, and I was lucky enough when I when I was unemployed to have family and friends who were willing to help me out. Not everybody has that. You know, not everybody, you know, I had at the time when I was unemployed and needed to pay my car bill, I had a great boyfriend I was dating that paid my car bill for me. And you know, like you said, your wife like left high and dry, you know. Not everybody has the best support system, but I mean, you know, you probably have a 10 time better support system now. Yeah, um, you know, and uh, honestly, my family is uh, stuck by me, and they tried to dissuade me from taking this trip. And they were uh, I see that your mom, your mom's terrified. on uh, your GoFundMe page. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, honestly, I've gotten two donations for ten dollars a piece, and one was a pity donation for my mom. So <laughs> I, see that. Well, I, right, I haven't we'll, done the best at fundraising so far, but I do have a couple ideas that you know. Um, you guys might be able to help me out. Sure, with. I, I'm, I'm hoping that this helps. And yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. later on, absolutely, we'll we'll talk about. It. Yeah. Well, actually, tell us. Yeah, what um, do you got? I have an idea for a comic book character called Homeless Man. <laughs> I love with it. With his sidekick bag lady protecting your streets from aluminum cans. <laughs> uh oh. I love it. <laughs> 
Savannah's got to be put in there, too. Savannah's got to be in there. She's actually going to be the hero of the story. Bubbling homeless people, and then she's going to be like saving them from everything. She talks and runs things, right? Yeah. Savannah the homeless hound. You could tell she runs the show. You could tell. She's brand to the opera. She's got that face on her. So is there a way to support your journey personally? My journey personally? I do have a PayPal card. Uh, attached to my PayPal account. Okay. Uh, so if anybody wants to donate to me personally, uh, you can uh, use my PayPal email address. Which it's is? T-H-E-K-H-I-M-A-N at yahoo.com. The Kai, Kai Man. man. Mm-hmm. I love Yahoo. it. Love it. The Kai, uh, sp- say that again. T-H-E-K-H-I-M-A-N at yahoo.com. yahoo.com. I love it. And uh, yeah, I mean, you'll take anything. Yeah, you know, you a dollar, <laughs> fifty whatever, cents. What have you got? Yeah, support Any, the cause. Anything and everything helps. Um, but, uh, awesome. So, uh, <laughs> and we well, I, now I, we're going to bring you in. Hold on, hold on. Oh boy, hold on, you I, have I, some I, big I, shoes I, to fill. Hold on, I did want to ask one cool. thing. Now sure. you say you've been you've hitchhiked. Like mm-hmm. t- hitchhiking is alive and well now here in 2014. <laughs> uh, yes and no. Um, <laughs> Truckers are no longer allowed to pick up hitchhikers. Right. Uh, their insurance won't carry them, okay. and you know they can get fined at way stations sure. and stuff like that. Uh, um, I did it primarily by hitchhiking rest area to rest area, and I'd put up a sign that said, going to, need ride and food. Okay. Now, I would eat like a king in a rest area. People would be dropping off sandwiches and stuff and, you know, giving me money here and there. Uh, but anytime I had that sign up that said need ride and food, I'd never get a ride. Okay, just food, though. Just food and money. Okay, yeah, you know, the, the ride thing, it's dangerous these days. Yeah. Uh, for most, you and for... Uh, well, mostly it was like, yeah, I'd love to give this guy a ride, but I don't want to support him the entire trip. Right. You know, so uh, when I'd actually want to leave the rest area, I would uh, hold up a sign that said, need ride to the next rest area. Oh. <laughs> okay. And, and that would, that was, that's the key. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you can, you can travel that way very comfortably. Uh, you can eat really well. Uh, you can get where you're going, or even if you're not going anywhere, yeah. it's a great way to live homeless. Uh, I was introduced to that uh, in Eugene, Oregon, by uh, um, Boxcar Joe. Uh, if you follow my Facebook page, uh, he's way down at the beginning of the trip. Uh, but yeah, he taught me how to uh, to travel across country and. Uh, Actually, make a living doing it. Um, you you don't have to stay in one city. You don't have to, you know, uh, be the homeless vagrant on the corner. Right. You know, uh, you can just travel and live the gypsy life, yeah. as you put it. So. But he's Boxcar Joe. He's Boxcar Joe. I love yeah. Boxcar it's, Joe. It's it's alive and well. Calling people like Boxcar Joe. Did did he play yeah. a banjo? Uh, no, he played harmonica. Yes! Yeah, yes. All right. That was my, that was my question. <laughs> all, right, all right, he wasn't one of them highfalutin dudes who's got a banjo. Yeah, or, okay. no, no. Gotcha. Just a and, um, harmonica. Okay. Yeah. Uh, um, was good. there people from all walks of life who would take you from rest area to rest area? Was there maybe yeah, one particular um, people? Uh, uh, they were a little more adventurous, I assume. Um, primarily, actually, um, like uh, a family would pick me up in a minivan, uh, like with 
you know, a husband, wife, and kids. And I'm I, I'm thinking it was to distract the kids for a little while. <laughs> You're on a three thousand mile guys, trip with the kids screaming. You know, Dog. So we gotta put somebody in the back yeah. with them. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, it was a crap game. You know, yeah. the whole nine yards. All right, kids. Papa needs a new pair of shoes. Give them to me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it was it was really amazing traveling cross country like that. Um, I got picked up by. Um, Single people traveling across country mm-hmm. just looking for company. Sure. Um, couples, uh, you know, they'd stop at the rest area and they'd ask me my story and they'd be like, oh, we got to give him a ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, I'm the bravest person in the world. I get people telling well, me that yeah, you're yeah, so brave. I'm yeah. like, um, no, I see. Bravery is something you do by choice. You have a choice to run or stand. Um, there's not really a choice here. There is a direction and you can keep existing. Now, uh, the goals and stuff, you know, that's not bravery. That's just common sense that there, there, there is a problem and you have the solution available to you. You might as well solve it. You got nothing better to do. Uh, but, yeah, I don't think bravery has a, a, a part to play in it. I'm not out here because I'm brave and facing my fear. I'm out here because I have to be. Right. No, but I think this I is think, a choice because yeah. yeah. you could have curled up into a ball yeah, and died. Yeah, you could have given yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah. there's a certain <laughs> amount of – you're demurring yeah, a little bit. Stay in the valley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hell of a lot warmer <laughs> than it was last yeah, night. Exactly. That's nature. Uh, but you could have given up back then and just, yeah. you know, that is that is pretty brave. I, I would have died in Maui. Um, uh now you're living. Yeah, now I'm living. Look where you uh, are. You know. Yeah. yeah, there's so much more life than I think no, anyone I mean, else like, I've oh ever God, met. Yeah. Look where you are. This is awesome. Yeah, I know. I'm, like, you guys are my heroes. Oh, yeah. dude, I'm, thank I'm at you. the table. Now you're mine. Yeah. <laughs> i got to be honest. It's, this is – it's a ballsy move. Not too many yeah. people would, would have chosen to confront your – your homelessness the way you've done. And travel the country. And, yeah. Like, and, that's amazing yeah. in itself. That's, and you've been to Disneyland. Yeah. I've never been to Disneyland. Been to really Disneyland. Right? You have to go. Like, I've been yeah. to Smithsonian. <laughs> and get the Mickey Mouse ears. Yeah. Uh, of yeah. course. Actually, I've gone to Mickey Mouse ears. I'm all about, I'm all about Disney. So okay. you won me there. In the comic, you should swim from Maui to the States. Yeah. Yeah. That would yeah. yeah. Towing people behind you. The bandless. With Savannah. Savannah's With towing you. Yeah. Yeah. And I, honestly, I think that the origin story from my uh, oh, GoFundMe right page, there. that no. should be for the comic book. You cool, know, of course. Homeless man. Awesome. Sidekick yeah. peg lady. <laughs> I love it. You met up with her in the States because, you know, yeah. she's not that yeah. strong a swimmer. <laughs> <laughs> um, were there any times during your journey you were fear, you're fearful for your life? Uh, have you been – or have you been um, robbed? Or fearful I, I mean, for Savannah. Has any – Yeah. Um, Savannah, uh, there's been a couple of times I've been fearful for her, mostly because – um, she is not a leash dog. Yeah. Um, and uh, when I stay in rest areas at night, um, she'd get up, go to the bathroom, and people would assume that this is a loose dog. This is an escape oh, dog, no. and they would pick her up. And I was always scared that they weren't going to see me, or she was going to go jump in their car, and I was going to lose her. No um, But she, um. Uh, she doesn't go far from me. If people try and take her away from me, she does get nippy with them, and oh, she will. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, is that why she's nipping me? Because she knows. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that was me, baby. Mike Zapsik is already imagining, like, wrapping her up. And yeah. Getting her, <laughs> get her in the sweatshirt. A doggy burrito. There, there goes go. that idea. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, um, I have uh, – I had a guy try to rob me. Um, 
one time. Uh, um, yeah, you're back with me. Uh, he had a knife. Um, mm. Savvy went off on him. Uh, he looked Savvy. down at the Savvy, dog. Savannah, you're dead. Savvy, I yeah, love it. Savvy, yeah. <laughs> Call it Savvy for short. Um, but he looked down at the dog, and I slapped his hand and knocked the knife out. And uh, I went like this, you know, kind of just. Yeah, you're yeah. yeah. You squared off on uh, him, yeah, and he I ran. squared off on him, and he ran, yeah. Good. But, uh, Jackass. Yeah, yeah, yeah I really. know, right? If he's one of our listeners, stop listening to us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jackass. But, and, uh, uh, and honestly, who in the hell would rob a homeless guy? I, yeah. You know, I'm like, okay, first off, I've got nothing of value. You're not getting my cell phone, you know, and. I mean, honestly. And don't go near my dog. Yeah, don't yeah. go near my dog. Stay away dog. from the dog. You know, uh, yeah, I, I could tell he wasn't in his right mind, you know, like targeting a homeless guy. And, I mean, you know, uh, the a cheesy, like, um, plastic knife from a hardware store, you know, a plastic yeah. handle flip blade, oh, you know, like, it's like two inches long. I'm like, yeah, even if you did stab me with it, chances are you're not going to be able to reach any vital organs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nothing I can't handle. Yeah. I've been through it all. Nothing, nothing it can hit. Bastard, scrape me! <laughs> I'm taking you out for that scrape. That could be your first uh, comic book. You know, a homeless man defends himself against yeah. a Perfect. crazy yeah. guy with a little plastic knife. <laughs> stabby, stabby John. Stabby John. Stabby John. I, I, I still have the knife in my backpack. Uh, you got it from oh, you got it? Awesome. Yeah. And I mean, you took it. It's, it's like just, it, I mean, it's a little tactical folding knife, you know. Mm. It's not a. Yeah, I slapped it out of his hand. I squared off against him. He ran. I'm like, well, might as well take a knife. knife. Free yeah. knife. <laughs> God gave me this for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've I've been afraid to actually take it out of my backpack because like um, I, I've had some run-ins with the police in mm-hmm. my life and uh, not actually like bad run-ins while I've been like homeless on this trip, but. Uh, um, I've been tased three times in my life. Um, oh, yeah, I know. Just stupid. Uh, it turns out, like you know, um, cops don't like it when you get in their face, and no matter how right I was, that's a good life lesson, yeah. right there. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> and I was lucky he chose to use the taser. Yeah. Well, I'm really glad that you didn't mm-hmm. say, like, the, you know, one thing I've learned is I like being tased. You know, that's, yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't know where that was going for a second. Yeah. I was no, like, hmm. The second time I was tased, uh, like, I'm up in the cop's face, and then he reaches for the taser, and, like, I am holding my hand up over my butt. I don't know why, but I'm trying to run away from him, going, don't you tase me, fucker, don't you tase me. He catches me and tases me. They love it when you call him fucker, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Again. Sorry, am I not, allowed not, to say that? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah, we curse all the time. Yeah, this right. is uh, podcasting, not. Yeah. Um, um, FCC what, rules. Was there one part of the country where you found the homeless problem to be more rampant than um, others? Florida, um, they've had the most uh, press response, uh, and they're brutal down there. Yeah, I know. Um, they have in, an influx of people who are like, "God damn it! If I'm going to be homeless, that's where that it's was warm. Yeah. yeah, that's it's that a was smart thing to do. That was one of my options when mm-hmm. I was choosing whether to be homeless for the rest of my life or to do something about my problems. And um, yeah, that was like, all right, I can probably grab a greyhound. <laughs> I'm like that. That was probably the you know yeah. the barrier right there is like, all right, I'm drawing the line in the sand on a greyhound. Okay, I'm not doing that again. So, um, 
Yeah, there are, it's an option because, and it's actually quite attractive because you can live on the beach. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you get those uh, those visions of being the skipper and Gilligan mm. and hanging out, and oh, I'll catch yeah. my own dinner. It's like no, no, it's mm-hmm. just yeah. is that what you're thinking of? <laughs> yeah, shit, yeah. You, were you here in Jersey? Were you in Jersey? Oh yeah, I was here in Jersey. Okay. No, I was in Florida. Yeah, you don't want to eat the fish out of the bay. <laughs> yeah, I was just saying, you don't, want, you, don't want, you don't want to catch your own dinner. No, I'm not here, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the three eyes, you know, it looks like the Simpsons. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, I, I would assume that. But we have a, um, there's a camp actually down in Lakewood. Are there, it's still Ten there? City. It's I still there. Tent City. Okay. It's still there. It's it's uh, actually in the weird New Jersey last, mm-hmm. last, last year. Uh, it was, last yeah. Year, yeah. So uh, there's a reverend down there. I, and I'm not saying you should go down there by any stretch but if you if you're curious go take a, a look there are uh, buses yeah, if, that I was run just saying, down. if you're hanging around till till new year's anyway yeah. you might yeah. as well check out some of the local yeah. uh, check out the local wildlife yeah yeah <laughs> and um and this it, is jersey um, so there's some serious yeah, wildlife yeah. here yeah. <laughs> um is it a heavy drug and alcohol area no it's actually um, um I don't think they have any rules against it, but they anyone who's living there, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And there's I a, run into that a lot. That they, you know, people think that they're like drug infested alcohol camps and stuff, but you no, know, uh, people that that have the tent cities and stuff, they're very strict about that. That they don't want that kind of people around there. Right. Not only because there are families living there, but because. If it gets bad with the drugs and alcohol, the cops are going to be down yeah, there. Yeah. You're getting kicked out. Everybody out. The yeah. mayor is going to get involved in the whole nope. nine yards. So, yeah, they, yeah, there's actually a reverend who started this. He mm-hmm. he actually became homeless as well. And, you know, most people do assume it's just, hey, it's drugs and alcohol. You know, And for a lot of people it is. And there's some mental mm-hmm. health issues as yeah. well. And, you know, that's – for me, it's always been why in the – Fuck! Are we not putting at least some money towards this? And you know what? Helping people out because there are people who can adjust. All you have to do is adjust your meds. Yeah. And you know what? You can live a happy life. Yeah. So, and we know a couple of those people too. So, yes. but yeah. we're not going to name names. So, <laughs> are there a, what's the, um, the pronouncing of these ten cities? Were you able? To, are they in every major city? Were you able to? Were, did you um, did you seek them out? And uh, I haven't actively sought them out. Um, I, I'm a lot less brave than people say I am. Okay. Uh, I try and avoid like the bad neighborhoods. Sure. Um, but I do actively seek out homeless people. I try and get at least one interview everywhere I go. Yeah. And put it up on my Facebook page to show a general idea of this is what homeless people are like in this part of the country. Um, and it turns out that everybody's similar everywhere. It's not even a uh, homeless or housed. It's that these people are just like you and me everywhere in the country. They're just in a different situation. Yeah. yeah. And where's your Facebook page? Uh, that is uh, Homeless Kai's Adventures in Wonderland, and it's spelled K-A-I on there. It's the okay. Hawaiian spelling. <laughs> okay. But you you spell your name K- or K-H-I. K-H-I okay. is... Uh, how I spelled it before I arrived in Hawaii. Okay. <laughs> Almost Kai's Adventures. I liked it. <laughs> what is Kai? Wonderland. Kai uh, it's Wonderland. Wander. Not wonder. Wander. Okay, Wonderland. Wonderland. Wander. It's, it's spelled wrong, and everybody gives me shit about that. I'm like, no, you... It's You're not getting spelling. it. You're it's not, not getting it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the one that's homeless. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're not understanding this. <laughs> I get called an idiot a lot, especially up here, like in New York area and stuff. They're like, you came up here voluntarily. 
Why aren't you Why? in Florida where it's warm, you idiot? <laughs> or when they when you tell them you're from Hawaii, they're probably yeah. like, what? Why, Why are you here? Why would you come out here? Unbelievable. Uh, I didn't intend on arriving here in the middle of winter. Uh, yeah. I really thought happen. the timing would go different. It took me six months to uh, to get to Florida from Seattle, Washington. Um, yeah. Did, did so, you kind of have like a timetable? I kind of had a timetable that this would be a year-long trip, uh, but... It was going to be like I just timed differently, I guess, uh, because I wanted to try and hit all all fifty states. Yeah. Um, and but yeah, uh, it it didn't work out that way. It turned out it takes a lot longer to get through certain places sure. and shorter through others. And you know, uh, and shit happens, right? Yeah, and shit happens. Uh, so yeah, just hitting like lap? you know the key target, of course I like do. demographic <laughs> areas, um, and places on my bucket list. So. But uh, and uh, how, how did this one? How did we wind up on your list? Oh man! Uh, okay, um, we have a night at uh, the local bar uh, in Kihei, okay, Hollies, uh, for Comic Book Men. Uh, oh, really? With Walking Dead, Seriously? Comic Book Men, okay. and Monday's Gay Night. <laughs> oh, okay. So all rolled into one. So there you go. That's, that's why one. the mostly heterosexual man. That's, yeah. That was oh, that pronouncement before. Yeah. I'm only gay on Monday nights, boys and girls. <laughs> that's two for one. After comic book men. No, no. There's uh, there's a time when uh, you know when I'm uh, you know feeling a little uh, like I want to go out and have a drink, and it turns out that um, if you go to a straight bar, there's no chance of anybody buying a guy a drink. Oh. Oh. He's got the Attic. angles covered. Wow. Is, wait, is this something you learned from Boxcar? Boxcar Joe. Boxcar Joe. Yeah. I love Boxcar. And sometimes Boxcar Josephine. Yeah. yeah. On Mondays. <laughs> but uh, as it turns out, uh, not every woman at a gay bar is an actual woman. <laughs> no. <laughs> Funny how that works, yeah. right? Crazy. Like, Technically, it should be Transvestite Tuesdays, but yeah. what are you going to do? Uh, Who's keeping but, track? Um, well, uh, me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I ain't going there on Tuesday. This guy right here. Uh, yeah, so the, are, the closer I get to really drunk, the the like more I'm willing to accept it. We start out yeah, as... We're going uh, with it. We're uh, going uh, with I it. I think you're attractive. I don't swing that way, but uh, I'll hang out with you to... Uh, you're pretty. I like you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a guy who's got life just figured out. Yeah. Yeah. We all kind of were like, wow, I didn't think of that. All yeah. right, if we go to a gay bar, they'll buy us drinks. There you go. There we go. You're very Dao Kai. I like that. <laughs> life the, is a river you go Dao with. It. Perfect. Yeah. Actually, there's your book. Yeah. The yeah. Dao of Homelessness. Yeah. Um, actually, um, and, and not to... I actually have to start working in a couple minutes. <laughs> but I invited Joe and Ginger here because okay. just Joe and just Ginger. Yeah. Just Joe, just Joe and just Ginger here. Um <laughs> because they're uh about to become uh neighbors of ours and very close neighbors. Okay. Yeah. They are opening up two restaurants here in Red Bank. Catch, which was the old blue water seafood. And for any of you out there, it's obviously a seafood restaurant. <laughs> okay, get that? And um What's near and dear to our hearts, um, the barn restaurant uh, named Gotham. Okay. Yeah. Gotham has a Batman theme to it. No shit. No <laughs> shit. Holy 
crap. I would have never guessed that Holy one. Crap, <laughs> man. We did have a bartender come in the other day, though, and tell us how she told all her friends it is not a Batman-themed bar. <gasps> because they were asking her, and she said, no, why would it be a Batman-themed right. bar? Is she fired? I don't. That's up to the boss. Uh, I kind of was like, "Well, use your head," but uh, I was like, yeah. "All right." Well, what it, would you it's think not it would exactly thrown like thrown. She might have just said, "I want yeah. every, It's every, very subtle. We don't want nerds yeah. there. Yeah, exactly. No, we see, want the nerds. I, I, I want yeah. the nerds. We want there. the nerds. There. I'm, I'm a big giant nerd. It's like I can't believe like everybody else. I'm gonna be leaving my yeah. wife. Yeah, I was just saying, Doctor Who is a bar in Brooklyn. You know, why why can't Batman have a bar in Red? We've got there's down in. Uh, Austin, in uh, Austin, Houston, Texas, was Neil's Bar, B A H R, and it's a geek themed bar. It's yeah. it is awesome. It is a fantastic yeah. bar, and that's what you want the geeks yeah. in there because yeah. the geeks don't start shit. Absolutely, yeah. exactly. it's the testosterone laden. Heter- <laughs> yeah, you you get fights at a sports exactly. bar. Exactly, exactly. You're not right. Fights the, at a nerd bar. The guys who are um, fights at a nerd bar are completely different. They're all on like paper with like <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I got, I got like, my like, dice. Like, exactly, you've yeah. got a sixteen like, uh, sided dice going. All right. Yeah, I'm well, right. I was, I was just saying, you just, yeah. you just like hand them a U- Rubik's cube and see who can finish. Yeah, they're like, yeah, I can do this faster. <laughs> I won this in sixth grade. All right, exactly. <laughs> right. And, and, and your, in your description, there a thinly veiled uh, um, uh, description. Yeah. Uh, Batman little references. Yes, but exactly. I mean, I, well, I think the point is you don't want to get sued by DC Comics, so well, that's you got to keep yeah, it under the radar a little bit too. Not just that. I don't want anyone who's not into comic books or not a big Batman fan, you know. One put it to, put it aside because they think it, it is like they're gonna go in there and just Batman's all over the place. Right? Yeah. Like there's don't get me wrong, there are big hints of Batman in there that are in your face, and then there are just just little hints, something you know, things that aren't crazy, things that if you're a real Batman fan, you could appreciate because you'll notice them. But you know, the people around yeah, you a couple are, of the drinks are, are named yeah, after certain things oh, outside nice. in your face. What was the um? The one that you named. Well, there's there's a good amount of them that okay. that have little hints, and unless, like I said, unless you've watched the movies, unless you're big yeah. into the comics. Yeah, books. like I didn't know what it was, yeah. and then he's like, "Don't you remember in the movie when so and so said this?" And I'm like, "Oh, you gotta have a villain room." I was, just, I was also going to say we have an apartment oh, upstairs. Along with that, is there going to be corruption in the back? Like you know, like, <laughs> oh. like all, the, all the red bank gangsters are going to be like their dirty Imitation business. gambling tables. Right? And stuff. We do have wanted posters of some of the villains, really, that are in so one of the cool. showcases. That's so we awesome. have like some Harley Quinn, some Joker. I've seen some stuff. I've yeah. seen some, some shit. Ming. Oh man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Shit's going down. Oh, you talked yeah. to, talk to Fish Mooney in the back. Yeah. Fish yeah. Mooney. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like as long as there's like corruption in the back and like people possibly getting their ass. Just kicked in the alleyway. I'm fine with this idea. Yeah, it's, it's all good. Well, the good we thing is, it. like, you go out the back, and to get to Mechanic Street, you kind of have to walk down an alleyway. Yeah. Nice. So shit could go down. So yeah. nice. you could get shot. Uh, I love and it. Your there wife is. could lose her pearls. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. There's some thrill. There's a little bit of thrill in there. I love it. I My love son's it. about to become an orphan, and you know, <laughs> I don't have a fortune, though. My God, he's a genius, but I don't have. This Zapsic family fortune. Yeah. Behind no, the so. ultimate thing. Correct me when I'm wrong. Uh, upscale as a upscale whiskey and bourbon bar. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. It's designed for. after like a prohibition style bar. So we have speakeasy. Like, yeah, speakeasy. That's we have excellent. Fifty yeah. plus bourbons, whiskeys, a ton. Like you had me at whiskey. Yeah. You had, oh, me yeah. Bur- you had me at bourbon. That's where the Wayne family fortune came from. Yeah. Boom, <laughs> and And uh, I mean, it was kind of be a cool place where Bruce Wayne would come and hang exactly. out as Bruce Wayne. Definitely. Exactly. And it's also going to be a gallery, so we have a whole bunch of really cool artists that have you know we have like bill mack peter max is going to be there we have a whole bunch of things and actually bill mack did a sculpture for us of batwoman so she's going to be showcased and uh she's on a 
pedestal, I suppose. Yeah, I um, put her up there. Yeah, I was just saying, she should be. a pedestal, but the pedestal is covered in old bat, Batman comics. And then she's got a cape and everything, so she's going to be kind of a focal point too. So, uh, so when is the opening of this? Because we're all expecting an interview. Yeah, I want. Oh, oh yeah. I, I already told Mike last night. You know, I would love to have you guys down there. We're going to do a friends and family night before list. we open. Yeah, you got to be uh, and, uh, on. It would be great to have you guys all come down and and check it out before anybody else really gets to. I mean, we're there. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm there. <laughs> I know. I. When, I this is the first time I'm meeting Ming. Yes. And uh, I saw your Instagram when you had taken the picture in, in front of Gotham, yes. in front of the Batmobile, and I told you it'd be great you know, to have you guys yeah. down there. So uh, we're, we've always been a big fan of the show. Like, I've turned her Thank into you. a giant comic geek yeah. as well. <laughs> Thank you. She comes so, in uh, rolling in with the Harley Quinn show. Yeah, Harley Quinn show. We have, she, I have an array of comic book shirts now. Yeah, an array of comic book shirts. She actually, you know, she does have a Batman tattoo. I do. Oh, all right. well, I mean, we, we, we I like it. You realize like, they're not you inviting you to see it, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I don't need to see that's it. That's the after yeah, yeah, right. You have converted yes. a beautiful woman yeah, into a comic book fan. You you are a hero to millions. Yes. Yeah, seriously. That's figured it out. amazing, How long has this idea been in the works? We started doing it pretty much. It's crazy. Last it wasn't spring. Yeah, it came along last uh, last spring. My my partner had given me a call. I have I have two partners, great guys, uh, Ted Cutson, Colin Dudick, and he's their partners with me and Ginger, of course. But Ted had given me a call not too long ago. Uh, I would say in April, and it's the old Hamilton Jeweler space. Yes. Yeah. So the landlord had showed him around. He's like, "Oh my God, the place is beautiful. Why don't you come?" And and take a look at it and see if you'd like to do something there. So we rushed down there. We checked it out. Check Obviously, it it's actually you know gorgeous inside there. So we decided to take the space. I I've been wanting to do a prohibition style bar for a long time. Right I just I just think yeah, it's an, an awesome yeah. idea. Yeah. And then we were thinking of names, and I'm a huge Batman fan. And my bartender came to me, and he's like. Uh, I'm gonna name. You know, I have a name, but I can't believe you haven't thought of it. And I yeah, was we like, were going through a whole bunch. We were thinking like the gala. Then we we're trying to think of like really out there names. Right. And his our bartender is actually one of his best friends, and he kind of looked at him and was like, "Is this a joke? Are you guys really trying to think of a name right now?" And we're like, "Yeah, it's just it's not coming to us because we we have a bar in uh, Pure Village as well." And uh, that one came to us real quick. Yeah, which one is that? Dude? Indulge. Oh, Indulge. Okay. Oh, indulge. Oh, I'm a big fan of Indulge. Yeah. I've never been there. Oh, Indulge. I need to go. Yeah, Indulge yeah. is good. Good happy hour. I, I was in Indulge about three weeks ago. I ran the – there was a Rook run. Yeah. Oh, we had, in, the we, run had the, we had the after party. I had a little after yes. party in Indulge. Yeah. So, yes. so that one kind of like came to us real quick. And then with this one, his our, his friend just looked at him and was like, Really? And we're like, what? He's like, Gotham. Now, and we you, all were like, it was like an epiphany. Do you think the like, show kind of stole like the name from you no, guys? No, no, because the show was in the works yeah. when when he well, he came up with the name. But uh, I didn't care. Like I, I thought it was awesome that a Gotham show was. Yeah, yeah. I'm one of our bar guests. I love anything comic book related. So like Gotham, The Flash. I was a huge fan of Smallville. Yeah. So to me, I thought it was great. And it was even that much better because – We'd be going into like the city, and there's a giant Gotham poster. Yeah, like, yeah. It's just funny to me. Like it's 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 the name of your it's bar. The yeah, name yeah. Of bar. Yeah, it's awesome. One of our bar guests, her brother-in-law, is actually the producer of Gotham, the TV show. So when we were like starting our Gotham, yeah. she was like, "When is it opening? When is it opening? Yeah. They want to have the premiere at yeah, Gotham." And we were cool. like, "How yeah. cool would that have been if we were uh, open in time?" But we weren't. That's why I said season two? Yeah, I was season, two. Season, season two. Season two. Exactly. Yeah, we we got to ask. Maybe Fish Mooney will be making a little surprise over there. Yeah. 
Listen, guys, I, I want to thank Sam and uh, Ming for letting me crash sure, sure. your party. Yeah. Always, always. Uh, I have to open the store. Open the store. You guys jump, hang out. Jump back here if there's please, no one thank in. Thank you so much for being thank on. Thank you. Thank keep you going. So much, you, and, you and Kai, you got stuff yeah. to talk about. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> did you, do you have a projected opening date? Uh, I know I know it's, you know, I know how these things are. No, yeah, we're just about there. We were actually going to open last last. Friday, get the rest of our inspections, but we laid down a floor that we weren't too crazy about, so they're redoing the floor. Yeah. Uh, so we should get the rest of our inspections Thursday, and then uh, we could. As soon as I put bottles on the shelves, that's probably when we're going to do our friends and family. So it could be Friday, it could be Saturday, it could be Sunday. It's well, kind well, of well, you're, this week. Yeah, it could yeah. be the end of the week. Dude, yeah. I'm there. Have you been in yeah. there? Have you looked I've around? never been in there. Oh, you'll have to go yeah. over and okay. go, go check over. it out. Oh, we would love you to see our Batman display. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm like totally down for this. Yeah, you this got, is This is great. I mean, a lot of people come in here, obviously. Of course. And right now, we only send them to two places. Uh, Surf Taco Next Door and Yes, We Kids Down the Street. And now it's going to be three. Oh, yeah, awesome. awesome. We appreciate so cool. that. This is so crazy for, like, for me, for us. Like, like I said, we we watch the show all the time. We see you guys sit at the table. We're yeah, neighbors, I, though. We're in the same town. Well, you know, that, we're friends now. So. And, that, and that's the biggest thing. What I told her when I was coming in here, I see Walt here. I see you always busy back here. But everyone's super nice. Like yeah. you see people on TV and then you meet them. Yeah. And they're not, <laughs> they're not, they're not the like, characters no. they play. Yeah. And like – Everyone in here is the character. Like as you see Except them on Walt. TV, Walt's a lot happier on the show than <laughs> yeah. he actually is. He's kind of like a miserable, grumpy curmudgeon. Um, see, see, when I see Walt, like I'm friendly to everyone. It's yeah. ju- it's just my nature. But uh, like everyone is just super friendly back. Yeah. Like Mike, you know, uh, Mike had came came into Gotham one day and I was showing him around trying to, he was giving me some ideas of what we have one showcase that I told him this, this is my showcase. I'm, I'm putting Batman stuff. Yeah. In here. Yeah. You guys like this it is all this, mine. This is it. Yeah. It was so, like Joe's whole thing. He, he, came, he came in and he, uh, he had checked it out. We had talked a little bit and then he came back a few days later and he had a, an old cow that you guys had had that he let me use to put in the showcase. And I just thought like, wow, that, that was awesome. Like, you know, people yeah. don't do things like that. And yeah. it, it, it was really cool. So, yeah, uh, I just got a request from Will Wilkins. So we're talking to Joe and Ginger who are opening up a a lounge down the street called Gotham. Yes. And, uh, you know, they're comic book geeks. So yeah. <laughs> we, we love having another business to send people to oh, where, you awesome. know, where they need, they know, um, you know, where, where they, where we know it's cool. Uh, thank where you we very know much. It's cool. Definitely. Thank you. Now we know this town, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we, uh, we've had this business in this town for 15 years. Uh, we know they can be notoriously, um, a lot of red tape. Uh, has there been any problems with the town no, um, the, just getting it open? The and- township themselves has been like overly welcoming. Like, Okay, that's the, good. Yeah, like the inspectors are super nice. Uh, the head inspector, I don't, I don't think I should name. No, you don't have to. You don't have to say yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when it came to opening catch, he was in there. He let us know everything we needed to do. He came, he'd inspect. He'd let us know what needed to be changed. He was super available. We'd, we'd give him a call. He's texted my partner, wished him best of luck. I, you know, he's just oh, – everyone in the town has been super nice to us. Yeah, even Whether, when we went to that – we went to a board meeting. They had a board meeting before we were open. We had to get approval and yep. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, there was some chatter that we were going to be a type of bar that wouldn't have been as welcoming to I, I, I think I read something like that yeah, where there was rumbling. You know, someone uh, maybe a competing business. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. May were always. You know, they always try to start rumors like, "Oh, this is going to be bad for the town." Because yeah, they of- try to say it was like, going to be a strip club or something, and we were like, "What?" So we had to go to this board meeting and explain to them, like, "No, we're not." Looking we're, we're actually um, aiming at nerds. Yeah, yes. we're trying to just do this like art gallery bar thing. Right, it's so, going to be cool. We're not. Right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so we had to like kind of clarify some things with them. And at the end of the board meeting, what I thought was so cool is every single, 
I guess, councilman mm-hmm. there, shook our hand, told us we can't wait to be there. Oh, cool. We're okay. so happy Fantastic. for you guys. And I remember we left and we were just kind of like, wow, that was really like crazy. Yeah, I, was, I thought they were going to be these nice. uptight, mm-hmm. like, oh, another bar. Yeah, they're they're really, really good cool. for the town. Uh, yeah, our, our friend Ken who opened yesterday's down the street. He had us in front of the board. Somebody started a rumor uh-huh. that, yeah. you know, this, that there are going to be, uh, you know, hoodlums in there. Oh, yeah. And, oh. and uh, this yeah. is going to be bad for the town. And, and uh, you know, we found what's, out. What's funny is like when you when you walk up and down uh, Broad Street, there are so many empty businesses. You yeah. would think that the people in town would just want people to be filling them, yeah. definitely. But like a lot of the people in town, you know, that that run the businesses aren't exactly the nicest people. No. But the people who go to their businesses mm-hmm. are like you know sweethearts. Yeah, like, yeah it's really cool. I, I was walking. I, first of all, I think Red Bank is is a beautiful town. It, like it's all decorated. It's Christmas time. I come out the door and I'm look, like looking yeah. around. I'm like, wow, it's just it's gorgeous. Yeah, it's Beautiful. just great here. Yeah. It's just it's it's a place like that I wanted to be when I wasn't here, and now when I like I enjoy coming to Red Bank. Yeah. Like there's there's so much to do down here, and there's there's a lot of good people and a lot of good businesses down here. When I first got my license, which was um, like 13 years ago, I uh, I would actually drive on weekends down to Red Bank. There was this like hippie store on Monmouth called Faith's Aura that I used to go to. It has since closed. Uh-huh. But I mean, it was funny because I, like every weekend I would drive down and like, like just, your thing. just like walk around. And it's funny because like now I live here and I work in the area and I'm like, how, how ironic, you know, like, yeah, from, this is like from 13 years ago, just driving down on weekends, uh-huh. you know, and it would take me like a good 30, 40 oh, minutes yeah. depending on which way I came to get here. And, uh, you know, now- it's definitely an attraction spot too. Like I know, speaking of like Christmas time stuff, I was buying him a Christmas present and I was ordering it off somebody who was hand making something. Yeah. And we were going back and forth, and he said, oh, I, I noticed your shipping address is, you know, we live in Titton Falls, New Jersey. And he goes, is that near Red Bank? And I said, actually, it is. We're, we're opening a bar, and he's like, I'm a nerd on this. I said, oh, well, we're opening a bar called Gotham. And he goes, get out. I'm going to the stash. In two weeks, I'll have to stop by. Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, they're hard totally. neighbor. And there yeah. you go. But I was like, oh, it's so cool that this – I think he was from Maryland or some somewhere. But he was like, oh, I'm actually planning a trip there in two weeks for coming to Red Bank. I'm like, look at that. Like, there little tiny go. town and they're coming here. So it's really cool. Yeah. That's, I think your place is so really needed in this town. Yeah. I mean, I mean there, there, there are bars here. Yeah. But I, I – I, I don't really have one that I'm like, let's meet there. Yeah, you like know, your spot. Yeah, you know yeah like I mean, for for lack of choices, usually I'll go to like the Dublin House because mm. I watch soccer, and they're like literally the only place in New Jersey. They're a really cool place too. Yeah, they're cool. Play soccer, mm-hmm. but the problem with there is they get filled with, and they have the outside bar, especially yeah. during the summer, with like douchebags. Yeah, you know, like yeah. like fist pumping, like let's go hang out at the bar, <laughs> and, I, I and you're just, like, I'm here to watch soccer. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I, like it's it's ten in the morning, guys. Yeah. Like, yeah. Come on. Be hungover somewhere else. Go to DJs. Yeah, like something like that. And I mean, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well, no, thanks. I am a geek. He's from Staten Island. I sorry. DJs every once in a while. Every What's once in a while is fine. Every night is a completely different story. Yeah, he might have been an every night. <laughs> yeah. DJs, no, thank you. I don't want to get the measles. Yeah. They, 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 there was a measles outbreak You're there right. last time. There, there, there was. There was. There was. Not at Gotham. Uh, Gotham, not, measles no, free. No, Gotham is measles free. Mumps free. Whatever else you can come up with. It's free. I can't wait. I'm going to celebrate every big moment in my life at Gotham. That's what I like. Both awesome. of us. Yeah, and you know, we're we're very accommodating as well, whether it's you, Ming, or just about anything. Like, Oh, I get people, it. You'll let me in? Yeah. Like, sorry. I, absolutely. You're bad. VIP. But, you know, a lot of times people come in and they enjoy the place, but if we're missing something, whether it's a wine, whether it's a beer, whether it's a, a spirit, you know, we, we love suggestions because that just, that just makes things better. Black St. Peter. Black St. Peter. It's a red wine. Okay. Black St. Peter. 
It's just I'm like gonna, my throwing it out. You know there. what? I'm gonna keep it in a bottle downstairs. Just <laughs> yeah. He does that. Like even at indulge, like that's always been Joe's thing. Like if people come in and they're like they drink a certain things, I can't tell you how many bo- random bottles we'll find in like the living room there. We'll be like, what is this? And he'll be like, oh, so and so drinks that, and I'm like. Who is that? Just, oh, you know the nice guy with the mustache? I'm like, Just so you what? know, if a slightly tall man with a like a lightly white spot comes in and wants to drink my Black St. Peter, he's not allowed. <laughs> That's is, that, is that your ex-boyfriend? Yeah, he's oh, not okay, allowed. Well. He's not allowed to drink that. Okay. Remember I'll just that. tell him. I'm light so- spot. He's literally <laughs> texting right now. Light spot on his head. Sam, I think he's literally texting right now to get yeah. you a yeah. that's, well, that's how we remind you. Like that's how we remember people. We'll be like, oh, you know the guy with like the one crooked eye. He drinks so and so, and we all know, like at the bar, <laughs> we know we're talking I, about. I hope I'm not known as the girl with the crooked eye. No, no. no well, that's what I do every time I got. We won't know until you come to Gotham and get a feel for you a little bit. When, so, when, I mean, after a few drinks, this guy, you know, he's he's a little, he's a little like, oh, yeah, he might yeah. Be, me, my eye gets like a little wonkier. <laughs> <laughs> a wandering eye. So real quick, did you say fifty bourbons? Yeah, is that what you said? around fifty bourbons. Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't even know that, that I, fifty existed. I didn't either. Su- you would be surprised only. how many how many bourbons and different kinds of spirits there are out yeah. there. Like fifty, it's and that's just like if I could have if I would have had enough room because like I need room for other bottles too. Yeah, I could have put one hundred and fifty bourbons. I went there. to uh, in. Um, uh, Philly. Yeah, Philly. And now mm. they have one in, well, they had one in Revel until mm. it closed, uh, the Village Whiskey. Yes. Like yes. When you, when you walk in, literally, it's just a wall of, of whiskey. whiskey. Yeah. Um, and, uh, where else was I? I went to a bourbon bar in Brooklyn, and it was a long bar. Oh, that's awesome. And it was just like bottles of bourbon lining the entire. Bourbon's place. definitely making a huge yeah. comeback. Yeah. Like people are drinking old fashioned so, Manhattan's left and right. So many, br- so many browns like liquor, liquors and spirits are. are yeah. It's like everybody used to just drink vodka. Yeah. Like right. all different types of flavored vodka. You know, kettle. Then you have your kettle one, your Grey Goose, and, and stuff like that. And now you have like all the the orange zest, it's not, whipped cream. It, oh no, everything, like, they have everything. But it used to be it used to be cool to drink. Vodka and Patron. Now it's like people are getting away from there. They yep. have to have. I need to drink a bourbon. People are doing Campari to too. Yeah. Like they're like, Campari. oh, I'll take a Campari and <laughs> yeah. soda. Like, I literally gagged when some woman ordered that for me last week. I was like, Are you sure you you want that? Like, that like I thought that was like a mob old, drink. It is. It's, it's a, a, it's a grandma drink. drink. Yeah. It's not even. It's it's yeah. It's rough. I don't know. That's great. Bourbon's my drink, man. I've, I've I always celebrated. What bourbon do you like? Uh, yeah, uh, you know, Buffalo Trace, Knob Creek's Buffalo one of my favorite. Trace. Buffalo Trace. Yep. Well, we have, we have the Buffalo Trace, and then I wasn't able to get the Pappy Van Winkle because they only give, I don't know if you're familiar with Pappy Oh, yeah, Van yeah, Winkle. yeah. Mm-hmm. They only give away like six on the state, but yeah, I was like, able to get the Rip, which is yeah. a 10-year, <laughs> which I was super excited about. So I definitely come in there. The Buffalo Trace is one of my va- my favorite bourbons, and they say all Pappy really is is Buffalo Trace, age 20 right. years. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I was trying to get the uh, – I don't know if you heard the story. A tornado ripped through one of their aging warehouses. Yes. I think it's a myth because I've heard like five different stories. Mm-hmm. I've heard that pallets were robbed. I heard the tornado story. What's the Jameson? The big hawk came and <laughs> took the barrel and like – I So I don't know how much I believe the ah, Pappy story. Ah, OK. I didn't if, even – I didn't think true, of that. Only because I've heard several different stories and yeah. now it's all of a sudden – the hottest the hottest thing you could get out there and like it's all a matter of taste you could taste pappy and taste something else and I may love it and you may not right. love it yeah. but when when it's sought after and everybody feel as soon as you tell people like they can't have something oh, they, they want, want it they, they have, want it. They have yeah, to have it exactly so, yeah especially when you tell someone they can't have it then they're like well what do you mean uh, do you have, have a background in this industry did you start I uh well we're partners in Indulge Indulge has been around it's just past our second year okay uh, before that 
I've been working. I started off as a busboy at an Applebee's. Uh, I was a server, then I was a bartender, then I uh, bartended at uh, another place in Pier Village. I was the general manager there for a little while, and then uh, I opened Indulge. So I've been doing it for like about sixteen. Yeah, 16, okay. So you have a years. wide. I mean, you lived this life. Yeah, oh yeah, okay. life for a long Plus, time. Plus, he has a lot of experience drinking. Yeah, I was just yeah. like, no, you know <laughs> he what? Goes the funny, to DJs, so I mean, exactly. Yeah, right. That kind of sealed the, fun, the deal. The funny thing is, and you know, being a bar owner, like I've even indulged. Maybe in the two in, two years I've been there, maybe I've had six drinks in that bar. Yeah, like I'm. I don't drink when I'm at work. I don't allow my employees right, to drink. I, when I'm, I'm professional, work. yeah. Sure. Yeah, it's 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 just. I think that's as unprofessional as it is. When gets. we were opening Indulge, all the liquor companies, you know, are giving us bottles to sample and try out and everything. And there was one point that our kitchen counter was just covered in bottles. And I remember we were sleeping one night, and I heard him get up at like three in the morning, and I'm like, oh, you know, he's. Whatever he's doing, and then all of a sudden I hear a martini shaker going, <laughs> and I'm like, I "No!" Thirsty. I wasn't thirsty. So all of a sudden I open the door. He's like, "Try this," and I'm like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "Just try it." So I try it. Yeah. So I just try it, and I'm like, "Oh my goodness, it tastes like a, a Girl Scout cookie. It tastes like the Tagalong, the peanut yeah. butter." And he's like, "That's what it is." He had opened the freezer and had a box of Tagalongs in the freezer. So he looked at the box of Tagalongs, looked at our counter. Saw what you could create. Saw what he could make and now well, we have a Tagalong well, martini. I indulge 90% of the drinks on the menu are, are my are my drinks, my personal recipes and then I have a great bartenders over there that, that help us out. Here at Gotham, uh, I have a friend, well, he works for one of the liquor companies but now he's a, a good friend of ours. He's phenomenal. Like anything you want to know yeah, about like a speakeasy like- style uh, spirit or drink, he's just all about it. So he came in, helped us create the menu over there, and it's all like old school prohibition style cocktails. Yeah. You know, the Boulevardier, you know, old school st- Sazerac things with twists on it. It's just, it's it's phenomenal what what he was able to help us do. So now, super excited. Yeah, it's that. like a, I mean, uh, both your your bars are a little more upscale. Mm-hmm. Does it bother you when people like walk in there and they're like, "Man, I just want like a Bud Light"? No, I, no, I, absolutely not. Like, and that's why we come. We love when people order Bud Light. That <laughs> is the easiest <laughs> drink to make. Like, you know, me and my me and my my bartender Colin make a joke when people come to the bar, like because I bartended for so many years, they'd be like. You know, make me your favorite drink to make. No problem. I turn <laughs> and around, grab a beer. <laughs> that's my favorite. Because you always favorite. get like the women who are like, "Oh, I want something that's strong, but, but doesn't won't taste make me, strong, but, but won't make me fat." But, right? I don't. I want it to be skinny. I don't like fruity. I don't like creamy. I don't like anything chocolate. So just make me something like that. And right. you just kind of like look at them like. Have you ever here's, had a Here's a water for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Here's water with a lemon. Coffee. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think the bar next door actually might have that drink you're looking for. So you <laughs> yeah. should head on over there. Yeah. Wow. Now, you know, you you always get people who are indecisive. And they they just, you know, they walk up to the bar and they know that you're the bartender. So they, they really assume, want to inconvenience they, you. They, they assume that no matter I have what they ask for. the same feeling. I work every day. Yeah. No matter what they ask for, that that you could produce something. So, and that's what being a good bar and a good bartender is all yeah. about. Yeah. You know, so always happy to do it. <laughs> there you go. That's fantastic. Um, were there any other bars you kind of, you're modeling after, maybe, or taking influence from? Uh, maybe uh, do you go up to the city? There's a lot, a lot of no, not to tell you the truth. Not there wasn't because if you go to we don't go to the city a lot, uh, but there are like after I decided to open the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually had met a gentleman uh, 
at the Friars Club one night, which is a whole nother story because we didn't belong there. We were just lucky enough yeah, to be there. Yeah, that was so yeah, random. Just lucky Sharon Stone was standing next to me, and I didn't even know it was her. Yeah. Was like, just, she gave so, me a compliment. I was like, oh, thanks. So we had been talking to this gentleman, and he owns the Dead Rabbit in the city, yes. Bathtub Gin, which are phenomenal. Like yeah. the World-renowned bars. Right, Bathtub Gin, uh, speakeasy bar yep. in, uh, in uh, New, in, New York. In, incredible speakeasy-style bars. So – you know, I did look at some of the stuff that they were doing, but my big thing is like I don't want to do something else. Someone else that sure, did. I don't want to take an idea someone else had done. Right. I want to make my own idea. You know, I want people to copy me. I don't want to copy, copy other people. Yep. So yeah. you know, most of the stuff in there is is stuff that we came up with ourselves. There, we didn't. I didn't walk into a bar, look at a design, and was like, okay, you know, I kind of want it to be like this. Yeah. I just wanted to. I wanted it to be like real old time. Right. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. So you're the kind of person who's like, I can do your job better than you. Yeah, I'm going to one-up you. I'm going to one-up you. That's a great idea, so I'm going to make it better. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So Gotham, mm-hmm. opening up soon in Red Bank, yes. uh, as well as Catch. So you know, eat at Catch. Yeah, yeah. Drink, drink at Gotham. Yeah. Drink at Gotham. There you go. Drink at Gotham. I'll give you my credit card. I'll leave the tab open permanently. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. And uh, yeah, I, I can't wait to get I'm over there. tab. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a Ming Sam too, actually. Just, you can wrap Throw me, me on there, too. Yeah. Why not? Uh, Sam, do you have a favorite quote about drinking? Uh, do I have a favorite quote do about you? drinking? Yeah, uh, no. Here's one from Hemingway. He said, uh, I drink to make other people more interesting. Yes. Okay. I think that might be one um, of your favorites. I don't know if I necessarily have a favorite that I can think of off the top of my head. And uh, uh, Kevin took with this one. He used it in Tusk. Uh, always do sober what you do drunk. Mm-hmm. That'll teach you to be- keep your mouth shut. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Good That's one. definitely a good one. Um, but uh, yeah, we're going we're to send everybody over there. That'd be and, awesome. Uh, you know, we're homies now, so no. That's we'll listen. That's out. great. I hope you guys come in a lot. You know, I we will. Do you have operating hours uh, set, or uh, you're thinking about? I th- I guess it's just you know it'll change as you yeah, know as you figure it out. It's we're gonna start. The gallery is gonna be open. Yeah, the, the gallery day. I think will be open by eleven thirty, twelve o'clock, the okay. latest, and then the bar. We're, uh, you'll be able to get food and drink in there by the latest three four o'clock. Okay, our food menu is yeah. definitely awesome too. On, oh, I didn't think so. Yeah. You have your food. Oh in yeah, there. yeah. We have some well, crazy food. Is just on said there. the magic well, word. Yeah. Well, you know what it is. There's so many. There's so many great restaurants in Red Bank that I wear bar first, restaurant second. Yeah. So I try to put together a menu that you, food that they're full plates, they're not tapas style plates or anything like that. But when you're drinking, like things that you want to eat. So whether it's to one o'clock in the morning, yes. whether it's five o'clock in the afternoon, we have kind of like an all day diner style menu. Yeah. Not too crazy, like only 14, 15 items, but we have stuff like French toast dipped in Captain Crunch. Uh, Bam, done. All right. Yeah. Yeah, Say no more. For, yeah. We have uh, all our burgers are Kobe burgers. Uh, candy bacon. Yeah, can- we have candy bacon, you know, Bourbon steak sandwiches. We have regular style appetizers yeah. like wings yeah. and stuff sure. like that. We're going to well, do shakes and then uh, egg creams. Maybe we may not do the shakes, but we're going to do like egg creams and, okay. and ice cream okay. sodas. We have a cognac gelato that is just off the chart there's bourbon ice cream a wild turkey bourbon ice cream holy crap all right yeah he brought it home to try the other day and i was like wild turkey ice cream like what is this and i opened it and you could just smell the bourbon i was like mine this is mine all done yeah it's we're very holy crap very very excited yeah i can't i I can't wait i can't wait to come Mm -hmm. all right uh sam we're known to be drinkers that's oh, fine yeah, good for you guys yeah. we got uh, we got uh draft beer we got we couldn't put a huge tap system in there we got eight different drafts but right. we got carton which is a local yeah local place. in lank islands cane in, uh, in ocean is, township Kane, which is local uh we got great beers like chimay on there uh 
the IPA, the, the what is it, doggy fish? Yeah, doggy fish, yep, 90 minute IPA. So, and the, the most important thing is, you know, even though we are in Red Bank, we're not trying to bang people out like, oh, you're in Red Bank, you have to pay $15 right. for mm-hmm. a drink, $16 yeah. for a drink. Yeah. So we, we try to, to make everything where, just like I said, just about anybody could come in from, you know, Kai to, to Bruce Wayne. It doesn't right. make a difference. It's There's something you'll are, find. Aren't those synonymous? Yeah, Kai yeah I think so pretty much. I, I've never, <laughs> you know, I've never seen Kai and Batman at the same time. Yeah. So, so, yeah. Kai may be Batman. Yes. So there you go. It's cool. It sounds like the kind of place I would I would open yeah. if I were over, able to open a joint. So well, I just I'm think excited. it's cr- it's crazy. I'm going to be leaving in the morning and telling Ginger I I, I have to leave. Gotham needs me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's going to be a good one. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's probably <laughs> never going to get old. No. To, to all my friends who are like, you, bro, you have to you have to stop. You have to stop bartending and get a real job, and you you have to stop reading comic books. And now I own the bar named Gotham. So, I just, <laughs> yeah, so you're like, I can do whatever the yeah. fuck I, I, whatever want. I want. Exactly. Um, do you have social media set up, website? Yes, I do. Uh, it's on on Facebook. It's Gotham Red Bank. Okay. Uh, for Catch, it's Catch Red Bank. Okay. Uh, the websites are the same. It's CatchRedBank.com and it's GothamRedBank.com. Okay. And the website right now, there's just uh, a promo front for it, but it should be up within within two weeks. And uh, the Facebook, we every now and then I, I flash some stuff on the Facebook, showing showing what we're like doing. Progress, and, yeah, okay. yeah, progress, and what we may have. We haven't showed any pictures of the inside, other to people who've come to visit. Like, if you guys want to stop inside and check it out, we'd be more than happy to have you. Yeah, but uh, we want everybody I mean, to Sasha, be, Sasha the Husky came in. Yeah, to come check it we out. We want everyone to be surprised <laughs> of what they see when when you know when they when walk through the door. Definitely. The door. Yeah, so it's, when is that? We should be open. We. It could be sometime this week. It's hard because next week is Christmas. Yeah. So if it wasn't that it was Christmas next week, we would definitely open Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. But Mon- it's just it's just hard because I want people to come out. So many people like like I said, I want to do friends and family the first night, and it's hard because everybody's doing last minute Christmas shopping or holiday shopping, whatever they may be doing, and I don't want to put anyone out of their way. Yeah. You know? And I want everyone to be able to. To, you have to do it before Kylie. Is there a that I can yes. still be here? Yes. Yes. You, right. I'm, you will definitely st- – unless, unless you leave – unless you leave before Friday, then yes, there will definitely be a chance. Okay. Because if if I could get all my inspections done and we get our CO by by Thursday, then possibly on Friday or Saturday or even Sunday, we could we could start letting people in there. I just – you know, it's it's tough because I want – my bartenders have been trained for like a month now. They're all ready to go. They're yeah, they're the like time. itching. But uh, my food menu is still being worked on, and I don't like to do anything half-assed. Yeah, no, you'll you know, go first full impre- out, so. Yeah, first impression is a big thing. Luckily enough, I have my my partner at Catch Dominic, who is just an unbelievable chef, uh, putting the finishing touches on the menu for us. But I'd still like two two days in our own kitchen because we've been cooking in Catch's kitchen. Uh, to have everybody cooking there and and just yeah, get you guys got to come for samples. Get into the yeah. to the swing of things. That's the best part. <laughs> Yesterday they were making chicken I'm like, waffles. I'm off yeah. all day tomorrow. Yeah. Like you just you just come on door. by. Yeah, yeah. They were, what, chicken and waffles they were doing the yeah, other day. Yeah, we did when we were chicken there. waffles. We did the Captain Crunch French toast, uh, fish taco. It just it's it's. It's gonna be good. Like, I'm just <laughs> yeah, really it's gonna be good. It's, it's and you know, count me in. Always like when when you guys are in there, if anyone else is in there, you know, if if when you come in, there's something that that's changed, or you weren't happy with something, or anything we could do to make it better. Just always let us know. I'd rather have, you know, 
it's always bad for me when someone smiles, leaves, and was unhappy. I'd rather have someone tell me, you know, this could have been cooked a little better. This could yeah. have been yeah. It's like all right, I'll the, make it. Know, I'll, I'll the, do the, that because I don't. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't. You ate it. Like yeah, I wasn't exactly. there, so yeah, let me know. A, a, absolutely. Feedback is huge. You know, if the drink yeah. came out in six minutes and you think it should have been out in three minutes, you know, let us let us know whatever we could do to make oh, it better. You can't rouse perfection. Yeah, that's another thing. Like, cocktails, my friend. A lot of these cocktails are time-consuming cocktails. Like they they take a little bit of time to make. Yeah, just like they used to do them back in the day. everything's measured out. Like they all. They use jiggers for everything. If you're not familiar with what a jigger is, it, it measures the alcohol. Like if you come to the bar and order uh, vodka and club, they're going to do a count. Yeah, that's a gin and tonic. They're going to pour. They're going to do yeah. a count. But when if you ask for a sazerac, if you ask for a rice or serious, mm-hmm. which is another cocktail on our menu, uh, they're going to measure everything that's out to, Batman to make sure to make. It, to make sure that it's exactly the Every way it's supposed to be. Uniform. Yeah, exactly. Right. So whether Ming comes in on a Wednesday, a, a Friday, and he orders the same drink, it's it's always the exact oh, it's same consistent. Drink. Consistent, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yo, can we podcast from there? Absolutely. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. We have a little like alcove that has like a Perfect. nice bench. There's Perfect. these little like like library style chairs. There's all books. Oh, you can speak near the Batman case. This. I, I love this. I have a friend who does a podcast called Drunken Disorderly, yeah. uh, and it's it's a very wonderful show because there's that drinking aspect yeah. to it where the night gets more lively. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Like at the end of the show, they're just like, okay, it's di- time to cut it off. You know, At the end yeah. of the show, they're like, well, we got to give up the time. The next person's coming on, but uh, you know, if you guys want to sign on to our private page, here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, keep going, yeah, That's awesome. exactly. Yeah, you more than anytime you guys want a podcast, you want to. Do okay, now we're doing an off hour, and it'll be too loud otherwise. Yeah. But you know, but just to drink in a podcast in a cool environment. That's yeah. what I'm all about. Like this, definitely, or over there, no, or wherever. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, be awesome. yeah. fantastic. I'd be ju- I'd be more excited about it. Than yeah. I mean, you, know, you guys are invited, of course, and uh, it'll be fun. Yeah, I would love, I would love to hear um, do a podcast from there and just hear how the communities you know oh, received like good it. bar yeah. stories. Yeah. I would, I would love to hear that. We could tell some tales, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. awesome. All right. Look for it soon. GothamRedBank.com. Gotham yes. Red Bank on thank Facebook. You. Thank you, too, for coming no, in. No, thank, thank you, you so much for having us. Kai, thank you Kai. very much. Yes. Yeah. I hope Kai this changed was, our life today. I know. So. We did change thank a lot of lives. Thank you guys so much. I mean, this is like, really, I, I have to say, this is the best experience I've had on this trip. All right. Bucket you list. Have, yeah. You have made my bucket list. Fantastic. Awesome. That's awesome. I'm happy to be. Uh, yeah, I'm happy to be a I'm part of it. This is really cool. That's awesome. And uh, and support Kai's journeys at uh, send him PayPal, uh, the Kai Man T H E K H I M A N at Yahoo dot com. Chuck mm-hmm, a couple bucks and uh, you know help his journey. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll be sitting around here. But you know, good luck seeing the ball drop and fulfilling anything else you put on your list. Yeah, definitely awesome. Yeah, right. Gotham's definitely on there. Yeah. All right, he just, he just added Gotham. Friends, friends and family. Yeah. Friends and family. Yeah. Kai's there. Absolutely, Kai. You're more than welcome. That'd be great. Thank awesome. You so much. Thank you. Thank you, Samantha Q. Thank you, Ming. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Savannah. Yeah. The star of the show the star today. Of the show today. Yeah. Thank you, Savannah. And thank you for yes. listening. Yes. Thank you for listening. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.